Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. So hear me out, Bob. It's a show called The Good Gamer, but this gamer, he's a little different, but very special. I hate you. Chris Wolfhard. Corporate thing. And Dr. Agro. Maybe it is Shaolin Monks 2 this time. Here on Gigaboots. It's not, though, is it? (laughs) (laughs) It might be. That'd be a a cool thing to take a break from. Yeah, no, that actually would be really neat. That would be really neat. Why, why that guy that guy's Johnny Gat, right? The other guy in that scene. Oh my god. Why is he I want him in other things I want to watch. <laughs> why is he trapped in that thing that he's, is the worst he's thing in on earth? Tons of stuff. Daniel Day Kim is in so much shit. Okay. Is there an episode in the new Quantum Leap that has him? Because that would rule. <laughs> uh let me check. That would be so good. It, it it doesn't look like there is, but you can watch uh you can watch Hawaii Five O because <laughs> he's one of the main characters in that. Only if I get to do it at, for a podcast with Retro Island Gaming and just be like, is this legit? Is it's, this what you Hawaiians are always up to, or is this there's the original more accurate? <laughs> the Hawaii Five O versus Hawaii Five O podcast. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And you can watch the upcoming uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender live-action Netflix series, where he's Fire Lord Ozai. Oh, <laughs> Bob, the Hawaii Five O versus Hawaii Five O podcast—the only podcast get ten views, right? <laughs> Pretty immaculate. They got five views each, and they put them together to make it ten. Uh, this is the last thing I'm going to do referencing that absolutely repugnant show. You said you saw something where allegedly that guy was going to be Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea if there's anything to back it up, but apparently that guy was up for being Marvel's Spider-Man. That's peak insanity. <laughs> Sorry, uh, the cinematic mm. universe Spider-Man. I, d- mm, I don't know. He He looks the part. I think it probably would have been fine. I feel like... I feel like based on that and him and Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, no. Oh, he was in... Yeah, he's one of the kids. Okay. Yeah. I was like, is he Charlie? <laughs> I don't... I don't know. Um, yeah, he is. He's Charlie Bucket. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, point is, I think we went out with the Spider-Man we got. Because now I'm just imagining this guy playing Nathan Drake. <laughs> no! And to me, that's a that's a worse timeline. Anyway, I sure hate procedural American television. That is really shit to people on the fringe. Hey, Bob. Hey, what's up? We're moving on. From sure. That. We played Majora's Mask. Mm-hmm. You know, we figured it out, Agra. I'm not sure if you knew this. Did you know the mummies in Majora's Mask are called Gibdos? Uh-huh. You'd know why, though. Because you give those beans to them? Yes, exactly. You do know. <laughs> well, yeah. This is, I, 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 okay, I grew up wh- with that okay, fucking game. What? I know. <laughs> These mummies want beans. <laughs> do they actually want beans? Yes, yes. yes they do. So, they, so I hear that uh, that playthrough went well then. <laughs> this isn't even a side thing, Chris. To beat the game, you must get the beans 
for those mummies. It's so good. It's the most blatantly filler part of the game, but it's hilarious. So it kind of gets forgiven. I finally wake up Sunday. You know, uh-huh. we, we finish we finish our death stream deep into Saturday, like somewhere around 2 p.m. or something. Something like that. Something like that. And I sleep a glorious 16 hours. Good Lord. And I wake up on Sunday and I watch an Ethan Chabowski video and bust into tears laughing because he poured a can of beans. <laughs> You're damaged. That's over. It's over. I mean, look, this is why the British kept stealing mummies from all over the world because they identified with another group of people who were also full of beans. <laughs> and then later in the day, I'm watching another cooking video, and another guy pours out beans, and yet again, I start cracking up. That's what I know. It's over. I'm done. Well, they don't just want beans, Dan. It's not. Some of them want bugs. Some of them want fish. Some of them want <laughs> hot water, uh huh, like from a hot spring. And then we started getting into how healthy is it to drink hot spring water? And, and chat's like, Dan, you can drink sulfur. It's good for you, actually. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. And I'm 22 hours into a stream, <laughs> so even if I did know, I wouldn't trust me. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. It was Steve MRE info. He was like, he was pouring beans out of the pouch. <laughs> oh, no. He's pouring beans out of the pouch. And that that made me lose it because I was just like me appeasing the Gibdos. <laughs> there was more than one that wanted beans. No, there was just one who wanted five beans. That was a lot of beans. It was. That was so many beans. He needed to be full. <laughs> Good week for people being full of we- full of beans, I guess. I don't I guess. Uh Majora's Mask is really cool. Uh I wanted to take this moment and just talk about our experience doing the Zelda 3D month. Because a lot of people, you know, we'll bring up the minutiae of things like what's good about these games, what's weirdly falling short about some of them. And they sort of get it in their head, like, oh, they think Wind Waker's a five. And I'm like, no, <laughs> God no. <laughs> I don't think we played a single game in 3D Zelda month that's like below an eight. Like eight is low for Zelda because it's a god tier franchise. Right. Even even Twilight Princess. Yeah, I would give Twilight Princess an eight. I don't know about Bob. I would definitely go below an eight. <laughs> <laughs> uh I would I would actually line up to play Twilight Princess again if the opening wasn't so ungodly slow. Yeah, if there weren't nine hours of just dirt to take through. <laughs> It's like that scene. It's like that scene in uh, that that movie that uh, Agro tricked us into watching, where the 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 enemy comes down and just goes bleh, 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 in the kid's face, and then he just shoves mud in. Oh yeah, oh. but we're the one getting mud shoved in our mouth because <laughs> because Twilight Princess wants us to like eat dirt for about eight hours, I think, to solid eight. Yeah, I really I really did enjoy many aspects of Twilight Princess. That that final fight, oh god, no. But people <laughs> insist the Wii version's fine, which might be true. I do remember playing the Wii version and it being bad, but not quite as heartbreakingly awful. Yeah, I don't know, man. But I, I don't know. We would have to find Bob's Wii, boot it up, play the last battle again, see how that goes. Um, also, it's really tragic that Wind Waker HD doesn't have the maps for a Zelda dungeon on the screen. Yeah, that's... Which a- is- like, so bad. I don't know it. what they were thinking. Like, Ocarina of Time had it right, you guys. You have to do that from now on. I'm sorry. 
You can't just not do that and throw it on the gamepad. That's not good enough. Um, but I had a really great time. Turns out 3D Zelda's really good. Yeah. So it turns out numerous entries in that franchise have get, have gotten deserved 10 out of 10s. Yeah, Majora's Mask is really great going back to it. Yeah. I I wasn't sure. I figured it was still really good, but that another game where kind of gaslit by people who were like, no, that was the bad one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The fuck said Majora's Mask was the bad one. I'll fight them right now. <laughs> right? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> I was informed by people that uh, playing that game uh, might be a nightmare because of the time system and other things. Meanwhile, uh, the time system only affected us once because one... I went YOLO gem on a temple. Yeah, and we I got knew coffee. it was a, I knew it was a bad idea heading in. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I wanted chat to be able to do a prediction. And then once I knew it was a bad idea and headed in, I doubled down on fucking up hard. Yeah. Because the design of the temple and some of the thing people were saying in chat made me think time of day would affect light flow. And it does not in that game. <laughs> because it was a sunroof moment. Um and because of, at very least, the way we were playing it, maybe it's more visible with an HDMI out or something. Uh, maybe it's more visible if you have really bad black levels on your TV, you know, like a <laughs> CRT would have. But it literally looks like nothing was up there instead of being like, no, it's sealed off, dude. Right. <laughs> uh, so I, I, skipped, I skipped time. Yeah, you jumped like 12 hours ahead. Yeah, I lost 12 hours. And if we had those 12 hours, legit would have beaten that temple before the timer ran out. Mm -hmm. It was it was pretty close. I think I was a total of five, maybe six move room movements away from beating it. And 12 hours when you have it slowed down is a ton of time in that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. uh, what, 36 minutes, 24 minutes? Because people were talking about, if I remember correctly, each hour is a minute normally. But in the original Majora's Mask, the slowdown time song actually makes it a third speed. Right. In the 3DS version, it's only half speed. Mm -hmm. so it's like, wait a minute. How many days? Do I think I lost a whole day by you doing that. <laughs> like that, that might actually make that tough. I do want to play the 3DS version now, though. I am curious. There are apparently tons of changes. And, and the chat kept informing us many of them are very, very bad. Yeah. Yeah, that's so, what people say, and that's what like speedrunners say, and, and some definitely seem like, what? Why? Yeah, it sounded like they screwed up the movement options for every transformation, which yeah. seems crazy. Yeah, they said um, skipping across the water, you know how you can do the spin and as the Deku, and that will make you speed up a bit before you start skipping across the water? Doesn't yeah. do that anymore. Spin doesn't speed you up for that oh, first jump. Oh, fuck that. Yeah, no, right? that's terrible. <laughs> Even Next without you're going to tell me you can't commit bank fraud in the 3DS version. <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> oh my god that would be so funny he just shoots you to death nice try kid <laughs> <laughs> just straight up Link's awakening lightning blast i'm waiting for a zelda to do that i hope tears of the kingdom does that i hope they bring back the Link's awakening i could see him doing it yeah with the lightning eyes where is it this guy would literally have to be just like okay Put your head on my lap. And then just does the beating their, their oh, yeah, thighs. Yeah, because he always slaps mush. his thighs like he's dying of, like, frostbite. <laughs> Dude's, like, trying to get feeling it's, back it in his thighs. It sounds like he's hitting slapping. planks of wood, too. It does. <laughs> which really feeds into my theory that for, somehow that man has frostbite in his legs. I don't know how. Uh, but, yeah, so you're going to you're gonna come into the merchant to have in Tears of the Kingdom, and his name's going to be Louis Trevor Grant. And when you try to steal from him, his eyes are going to glow with lightning and you're going to realize his initials and then he's going to kill you. <laughs> oh my God. 
see it needs to be like jade empire when you mm -hmm. lose the debate against the british guy because <laughs> uh, there's a side yeah. there's a side there's a side quest in jade empire where you meet a guy who is from fantasy britain and he's voiced by one of the uh monty python, monty python yeah. guys of course he is the one you're and thinking he, of most likely and he like he has the big mustache and the pith helmet and a fucking blunderbuss john cleese yeah so if you lose if you lose the debate against him because the side quest is two parts you have to debate him and then fight him. <laughs> and if you lose the debate, it just like shows him shouldering the blunderbuss and and you're not in view. <laughs> and then he and then he shoots it and just gets splattered in your blood because <laughs> it eviscerates you. That's so good. God. <laughs> and then when you uh when you beat the side quest, one of the things you can take is the gun. Ooh. Which is useless normally. Oh. Because it takes so fucking long to reload because it is a put the bullet, put the powder in with the yeah. stick. Mm -hmm. It's but realistic. Can, but there's actually a, a stance canceling you can do with it. Oh my god. <laughs> so it is very funny against normal enemies. It says in the description though, like fate intercedes to make it not work against bosses. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Sure. But you can totally rinse basic enemies with it if you do the stance canceling because you can completely cancel the reload animation. Yeah, you were abusing the hell out of that on your stream, weren't you? Yes, I think I did that as a lark. Because the, the, the two most powerful styles in that game are that and turn into a giant jade statue with double axes. Holy <laughs> shit, that sounds awesome. But yeah, uh, Majora's Mask, yeah, I really thought the time was going to be more of a problem. Yeah, fair. It really wasn't. Yeah, no, as long as you start early, have a plan, aren't going after every mask in the game. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Oh, a couple of those are nail biters. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was it? The, the romance storyline takes literally yeah. 30 hours. Or mm -hmm. something ridiculous. And I was like, I would love to do this, but we don't have time in this dream. Yeah. Not really. Um, that was my first time. Well, I didn't fight the final boss. I let Bob. Um, but I was gonna say I'd never really gone to Majora without the great the fierce <laughs> deity mask. <laughs> right. Because my friends all 100 percent of the game. Right. I don't know if I've even fought him without it before, because you know. Right. Yeah, that's the thing you do in those. Yeah. It's it, it was cool when they did a Zelda where there was the Ultima Keyblade. <laughs> <laughs> they should do that again. Radical, pr radical proposition, I know. Yeah, it's we were talking about during the stream. It's really funny that we've seen so many Zeldas come since, but I don't know if there's ever been anything as cool as the Fierce Deity Mask. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, that, it's just so crazy. There's so many cool things in Skyward Sword with the, you know, the number one thing my brain always goes to is the fucking desert where it's an oh, yeah. ocean of sand, but you have the time crystal that changes it back into water. And that's so cool visually and in a high adventure sense and all these other things. But, you know, there's a difference between this is an amazing idea for the world and a mechanic and all these other things versus this is the coolest dude ever. Throw shades on him. He's the he's the <laughs> deity of drip. Yeah, I think the only thing that even comes close to like a combat related cool guy thing is the very end of Skyward. Yes, because that's pretty intense. It's so cool. <laughs> yeah, the end of Skyward's fucking amazing. Good lord, it's the inverse Twilight. <laughs> 
mm-hmm. where Twilight's ending was like not that cool and had a bunch of bad mechanics. The end of Skyward's like, I'm going to lead into the mechanics of the game. Hopefully they work on the version you're playing. And I'm like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, that that was really cool. I I really, really enjoyed. The, yeah. I was always disappointed that Breath of the Wild, like you, you're like, hey, we're going to give you a bunch of different weapons and nothing from Majora's came back. No razor sword, no gilded sword, no great fairy sword, no yeah. helix sword. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those were all cool designs. The I, razor sword still the coolest in the game and they, it's temporary. Yeah. Fact. Which sucks. That's, that's, <laughs> so, yeah. And it was so heartbreaking because I didn't know what happened there. Like somebody explained it to me once, like, 22 years ago on their copy of the game 23 um basically where it's like yeah that one breaks and i'm like oh that's really cool but like uh breaks that's sad no one ever explained to me yeah you're supposed to refine it with gold and then it becomes a completely different design Mm -hmm. i'm like oh i like the razor design a lot like this one's cool too but i like the razor design a lot right uh, hopefully Tears of the Kingdom does bring back more Majora energy. I think based on the trailers they showed, like, cinematically, story-wise. Yeah, there's definitely a darker tone. This yeah. Majora's is just as dark as you remember it. Like, it's kind of crazy how everything... Like, they even turned yeah. the Song of Storms into, like, a really dark story about a brother, like, betraying a brother. I, that, that was, <laughs> Majora was 2000? Uh, Yeah. It was the year before the GameCube. I'm just thinking of like, because because Final Fantasy X is also has a is very similar in the way of like, everybody's just really weird about death. <laughs> they're just really weird about it. So awkward. and I'm wondering if like there if there was some cultural moment in Japan like in 1999 or 1998 where it's like, yeah, here's a story about everybody being really weird with death. Um. You know, there's the lost generation thing, but you think that would have influenced things earlier in that yeah. decade. Um, just just because both games have a lot of like, we're all about to die and that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> and that's just fucking life, kid. Oh. Oh. But yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know. I, I couldn't rank these. They're so different. Hmm. I've heard from some people, and I'm throwing this idea out for chat and listeners to to weigh and Michael's, that maybe Majora's benefited from us beelining directly through the game, and Wind Waker suffered from us directly <laughs> beelining through the game. Now, I'm not going to say who espoused this idea, but I'm curious what you think of that notion, Bob. I I don't know. I I'd really like to just have the time to go do all the other stuff. In Majora's finding those max is cool, and they do little neat things, mm-hmm. and I love. Like part of the what Majora's we didn't get to explore was all the just everyone in town has a schedule. Yeah. And that's really cool. It is like really interacting cool. with them on their beats is really neat. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't feel like doing that would have been bad. Also, everyone always keeps saying that Majora has like four temples, but it's really like five because there was that extra one. Because the stone temple is very discreetly a separate thing from that thing. Yeah, right the, after the mummies. The end of the the like the final temple is like three temples in a row. Weird. Yeah, <laughs> one of them is about beans. Yeah, one of the bean <laughs> temple. The bean <laughs> temple. Um, 
So I thought that was neat. As someone came in expecting four, because I played Wind Waker, so I know they're capable of it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was totally just and they, expecting they, exactly four temples. It also has this thing kind of like they did in Skyward, where they turned the world into something more temple-like. Yeah. A few yeah. times. Like, that, that whole infiltrating the Deku base thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, heck, even the areas leading up to the Deku... Um, temple itself were were very much more challenge oriented platforming things than you normally expect yeah in fact um the snow peak stuff reminded me a lot of the snow peak stuff in um in twilight yeah in twilight where they had the really cool area up there and you needed to explore and figure out where to go and i was like oh this is neat mm -hmm. that's a really cool thing for them both to have in common because keep in mind like ocarina does not have like a giant snowy peak no neither does link to the past really so it's really neat that we get that uh because you know the the zeldas i've had deeply ingrained in my <laughs> skull in my brain did not have one of those areas and frankly most don't like twilight doesn't do, or twilight does but skyward doesn't question mark because it has volcanoes yeah volcano the forest which becomes an ocean a desert desert which is which you go back in time and becomes yes. ocean yes um yes. so like so we yeah don't, no we snow. don't really get that there yeah so it's really cool that like both majora and twilight have this cool like snow thing going on i really like it i really like zelda you guys man did you know n64 zelda games are actually really great well crazy that's <laughs> you sound crazy <laughs> if i were to make a hundred game list of the top 100 games bob yeah I would fuck up and not put a single Tony Hawk because I'm an idiot. <laughs> How would you do that? Yeah. I, I've been making the list for that exact thing to whittle down. It's like, I have to just try and remember every game I've ever beaten in my entire life. Yeah, good luck. Yeah, that sort of thing's nerve wracking. Yeah, people keep asking me to do a top 100 games because a uh, friend of the channel, Sarah Lene, has also done 100 games, mm -hmm. uh, 100 top games. Voxander has done 100 top games, and so has Dot Level. And I keep sitting here, and I'm like, guys, we need to wait for the new Tekken and Street Fighter to come out because there's a really good chance those two are <laughs> showing up on this top 100. And it's just stupid to do it right before <laughs> that. I don't know if the full top 100 list from, what was it, British GQ... Uh, has Tony Hawk on it. It might somewhere in the bottom 90, but it didn't in the top 10, so they're wrong. I, I, I that, saw someone that, be like, there was not a single Devil May Cry on that, and I was just like... <laughs> that, list is, that list is interesting because it's like, this is the bubble Western guy list. It is, yeah. Like that, that's who they got. It, it's like an amazing insight into their mind. I... There is not there is there is almost no understanding that can occur between me and someone who would put <laughs> Mass Effect 2 in the top 10 games of all time. I <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I have coexisted, cohabited, and had many fun conversations with people who would make that exact list. Um, and I really don't agree with it. <laughs> Um, I'm trying to find some common ground between me and that list, especially the top 10. And I think there was one game we agreed on and I can't even remember what. Yeah, I remember people was calling it? out that it was there was not a single Japanese developer contacted for this. Well, they, they actually followed up on that. The okay. People wrote it. They were like, we tried and they said <laughs> we would have to wait a year to get clearance. 
because the corporate policies of these Japanese developers were so strict because it was Nintendo. Like they name dropped right. Nintendo and they said other Japanese companies, same deal. They were going to make them wait a whole year and they're like, yeah, no, we're not. <laughs> yeah, we're that not made, I mean, I mean, that makes sense. You didn't wait a whole week, year. Unfortunately, now your list is basically useless. <laughs> hey, check this out. Just do it again. I mean that that's what they should do. Hopefully uh, yeah, they, they right. went like, yes, we'll we'll take we'll wait a year and do a second version of this list. Maybe a whole maybe we I don't, did they explain their methodology? Because I didn't look at it real closely beyond the list itself. Uh just they had a number of people who were game journalists and a number of people who were developers, and uh it ended up very Western Anglosphere core, uh just but, because But did, was it just like give us the top ten games of all time and we like wait them, or is it give us a hundred? Um, I think they did top tens. They just ask people. Also, to, that also it's a bad, is bad system. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh -huh. it's a bad, bad methodology. Right. Like, but for, yeah, I, for I would like yeah. them to get input from Japanese developers and release a revised version of it where they combine those with the what they already have. Okay, I, I feel like what Matt OB is saying in chat is true. I'm going to lose my mind. Number one on the list gets 10 points. Number 10 on the list gets one point. Fuck you. Even I know better than to do that with game of the fucking year. <laughs> <Oop>. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? One point. Everyone could have put a game as their number 10, but if two people, if two people gave some other game a slightly higher score, it could have bumped it off. Yeah. Just because that numbering makes no sense. Yeah, no. That's oh, my not, God. That, that's really stupid. That is so ignorant. Like, you guys need to understand when I when I did the, the weighted numbering system for uh, Game of the Year, the way I did it is like, I believe it goes down like obviously the top one gets 10 points and then you get nine, nine, eight, eight, seven, 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 six, six. I think something like that, something where obviously your number 10 should matter a little bit more than one point. Yeah. A little bit, especially in the context of something like this. I don't even know if that's a journalism problem. I think that's a math problem. I don't, I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe they just don't understand numbers. I don't know. Anyways. I think it's insane to live in a world where they're like, yeah, no Tony Hawk game makes the top 10. And I'm like, that is one of the best selling games of all time. You couldn't like. It's not the last of us. <laughs> right. That actually is the number one thing. I think that is insane. Cause they gave that what? Number two. I don't even They remember. gave it a really high slot. I was kind of shocked. I'm like, the last of us is good. I'm actually, you know, I feel like you, me, Agro, we're pretty positive on The Last of Us 1. Right. Like, played it at the time, thought it was really cool, thought it was really impressive. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know if it would make it into my top 100, though. I know Tony Hawk would. <laughs> right. <laughs> For me, multiple Tony Hawks make it in my top 100. Yeah, I, I, I got to, to, like, 250 games on that list that I'm going to cut down, and I'm going to do it hardcore. I'm going to one of those... We, in, we match... Pick one of these two, and they do that a thousand times. Mm, right. Jeez. Yeah. Because I can't fucking look at a list of games and try and be that granular. That's impossible. Yeah, it's it's not terribly easy. Uh, I think I think my problem for my top hundred is just going to be, well, how much of a clown show is this? How many uh, Mega Man games and Tony Hawks? What percentage? Let's let's say it like that. What percentage is the top 20? It's just Mega Man and Tony Hawk, right? Let me think. Let me think. I'm going to try and guess. And when, when you actually do it, we can see how close I was. 
I think out of the t top 20, Forty percent will be those two franchises. I think that's a pretty reasonable estimation. Yeah, I think Chris is on the money there. Because <laughs> the the real easy A listers for me uh, are like Mega Man Eight, Mega Man Six, Mega Man Five, uh, Mega Man Three, probably uh, Mega Man X Two, X Four. Right. Uh, there are three Tony Hawks, two, three, and uh, Underground that oh. I would give that award to. Four is a little too sadistic. But I feel like it should get somewhere, but I don't know if it's top 20 but what somewhere. About the, the one, two remake. Yeah, that's cheating, but we're going to allow it. I mean, it's obviously the best version of two. <laughs> should I remove two to put one plus two? That's that's know. a weird question, right? right? Mechanically, these are very different games. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so about it being the 60% of your top 20. What about Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2X for the Xbox original? Was that a third Tony Hawk 2 in my top 20? It might be. I don't know. The motion blur on that's really bad. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure if you were a big fan of that, honestly. It was, it was neat. I wouldn't say it's an integral Tony Hawk experience. But anyway, I thought it would be fun to go off on a tangent about the top 100 list. At the end of the day, I don't care. I don't give a single shit about top lists or review score numbers. Mm -hmm. In fact, I've mentioned this a couple times before. I'll mention it again because it's relevant this week, I suppose. Uh, I wanted to take the numbers out of the spoiler cast entirely years ago, mm -hmm. uh, but enough people were like, no, this is important where I'm like, okay, well then I'm wrong. That's fine. Like I, it's not about me dictating, right? Right. It's a group effort. So it's, that's why I could never, I could never be the human who's like really upset about a score. <laughs> and someone would be like what you didn't like do this meanwhile i have to look at like fucking the the scores that uh redfall got and that's the only time i've remotely had that emotion recently i'm like guys the ai doesn't work at all in this game why are you giving it a six there's <laughs> nothing in the open world the cutscenes look terrible and the story's basically not there what do you mean a six that's the only time I've had that emotion. <laughs> Sorry, the scale doesn't go down lower than six. Right, that's what it feels like. In that moment, it felt like, man. Yeah, I think this that list would have been more interesting if it wasn't any journalists. It was just game devs. Oh, yeah, of course. Like, I don't know why they mixed those. Because they're journalists. Yeah. Yeah, journalists have this <laughs> unbelievable... Journalists have this weird mental state where they're really important, but if you ever imply the things they say can affect the development of a game, they get upset. Yeah, I've like, actually seen I, even old industry vets do the same thing, and they'll they'll blame many things. Mm -hmm. Like, like I hate to even fucking bring this dude up because he's so stupid, but Jez Corden over at whatever Xbox thing he wrote, Windows Central, I think is what it is. Yeah, I think he's one of the had people the, at Windows Central. Had this tweet today where he's like, it, it was just a j joke tweet where it's like, Square Enix says they hate turn-based games. Meanwhile, Honkai Star Rail made a bunch of money. And I'm like, no, they probably took the feedback of every major game <laughs> journalist in the past 20 years saying that genre was bad. You can't, you no, can't there's have no it way. both ways. These companies aren't <laughs> black boxes of which no input can ever affect. No, it's impossible. Like the re and, 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 and also saying that now is extremely weird because I feel like it's only going to be within the next two years, the big AAA scope turn-based game will be announced. 
Yes, I, I think so too, and I will never be more vindicated in my entire life than that moment. <laughs> yeah, I hope for it, but I do understand the current, like, there is there is an announced Dragon Quest, but it is out there and unknown for when it's coming. We mm-hmm. have two version, two Final Fantasies coming out this year, allegedly. And that neither are of those, dis- yeah, yeah. Well, so six, I get it. Like, 16 yeah. was announced, was started development in, like, the, the peak mm-hmm. of like right before the trend started going back up Mm -hmm. and seven is this weird hybrid. So I don't like it a weird hybrid turn-based action game. Yeah. I think we're going to be in weird hybrid town for a while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't cause there's stuff like, like those, those, uh, 2d HD things have money. Yeah, they do. That's, that's, that's where it's living right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I think someone's going to definitely do that huge AAA turn-based game. And that's going to be a great moment because we're going to learn, Hey, did you know people just like a good story with really pretty graphics? (laughs) Did you know they don't need to hold the stick forward to move cloud to get engaged (laughs) with the story? It's, it's, it is gonna like i'm gonna have to just kneel and fucking start worshiping mihoyo because that honkai star rail is gonna move the needle oh yeah it is mm-hmm. and that's gonna be so good sony's gonna fucking publish their fucking quadruple a games that they do but it's gonna be turn-based <laughs> give it give it, it, it is, six years seven years <laughs> I, I feel bizarrely vindicated by the devs of it saying like yeah we really really love falcom's legend of heroes series damn Betrayals games <laughs> jesus <laughs> Of all the games, I would assume that right. they would list. That's crazy. That's awesome. Well, that's because that's because Falcom is one of the few devs. that's like, let's get a, ja- a Chinese language version out there. Oh, like they were. I think they were doing that in like two thousands. That's Whoa. crazy. Yeah. That, that's really smart, though. That's awesome, man. Falcom's so cool. I love that they've been in the industry since like eighty five. <laughs> there aren't too many companies like that. You got like Konami, Capcom, Nintendo, and Falcom. And I'm struggling to name more. And ones that have died and risen again. Yeah. Shambling husks. Yeah. A lot of the Western ones are just that. Yeah. Where at least Namco is still Namco. Though technically they were Namcot, I think. Don't worry about it. Did Sunsoft come back? Are they real? I wouldn't say what they're doing. I wouldn't call that a comeback. Right. (laughs) They're here again. And that's, that's, that's something. That's... (laughs) Don't call it a comeback. Call it a, I don't, I don't know what to, what's less, <laughs> let's like a pathetic comeback. <laughs> don't call it a comeback. Call it a disconnected from discord voice chat sound. Right. Um, yeah. And Sega. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it feels good. It feels good because I like crazily enough, I've been playing Falcom games since I was a kid. Like I owned legacy of the wizard, which is just dragon slayer Four for people who don't know. And that shit's cool. I love that shit, uh, but it's an action RPG, so it can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, I do think there are a huge market of people who are underserved by us not having high-profile turn-based games, I uh, turn-based RPGs. I think there are a lot of people who really, really loved Final Fantasy VII mm-hmm. and could maybe be more interested in modern gaming if there were more things like that. Things that aren't hard to engage with. Yeah, yeah. It- yeah, it makes it's me think so of that. Fucking, it's so fucking bizarre that we had the 10 year long media cycle of a game requiring any execution at all scares away consumers like a frightened rabbit. So you mm-hmm. can't have any anything difficult in your game while at the same time punching on turn based games. 
yeah that have literally no execution right yep i i think of the western side of it what with what turn-based rpgs are on that side like the pillars of eternity and stuff and like that's also kind of scares people away because that's much more complicated than a final fantasy of just like you have three guys in a row hit the buttons make them attack right whereas a turn-based uh like pillars is, is like you have to navigate them around a map right it's usually bound to be very hard right if i'm <laughs> i'm not mistaken and i absolutely could be because i get pillars of and path of mm-hmm. mixed up a lot but pillars of is a turn-based more uh tabletop rpg almost where you're dungeon crawling and moving through right. the environment it's sort of D inspired yes yeah which of course no jrpg has ever been inspired by Dragon by D and D Dragon Ball Z. Dragon um, Ball Z, <laughs> my favorite wizardry campaign. You, you see that shit where uh, it just got translated, where Yuji Horii was like, "Yeah, here were the three exact games I ripped off," and it one of them was one no one had ever said. Oh yeah, ever. It was like wizardry, the other one that people know, and then this third one, and everyone went, "What the fuck is this game?" Huh? No one's ever heard of this. He's like, yeah, I just took that and made Dragon Quest. I'm like, fuck. We just found out. It's great. But but on the note of like, yeah, I took it from Dragon Ball Z, actually. I'm just thinking of like all the like the PS1 and PS2 JRPGs that have scenes where the villains all eat at a table and like their name boxes pop up. like an anime because there's so fucking many of those Mm -hmm. yeah i also think that you can literally be like okay here's where the monkey ship happened in stardust crusaders and then here is (laughs) and then here is how many jrpgs have a ghost ship section and it like shoots up exponentially (laughs) after that yeah yeah shit's pretty cool when it takes inspiration from other cool shit which is why it's cool when we stop recycling the same ideas into a horrible vomit whirlpool. <laughs> yeah, I just think of all the, the random 80s OVAs I've been trying to watch recently and how it's so cool that they just have their own world that some random dude thought of and was like, yeah, it's a fantasy and there's giant robots. I don't know. The, the, the girl wears bikini armor. It all, it, it's just it a mess her, of things they like. It makes her so powerful. <laughs> She's impervious. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it's really cool yeah anyway uh did you have anything else you want to say about majora we got a little off topic a little bit yeah i, I don't I, I don't think so that like, game was it, dope yeah that game was really great I love i'd that. love to play through it again like yeah, it's honestly me too i'm like, like oh man we should do the 3ds one <laughs> that was yeah it is one of them i could totally just jump right back into and you know the 3ds i'm pretty sure that that nub actually works as an analog stick yeah to turn the camera mm-hmm crazy that was actually the number one reason i wanted a 3ds at one point i was like oh god <laughs> like i the new 3ds where i'm just like oh god the stick moves the camera in a zelda <laughs> because that was pre breath of the wild right right yeah i don't know that would have made it the first one wouldn't it the skyward doesn't have that <laughs> do you think like i'll get bikini armor in tears to the kingdom yes <laughs> Gamer premonition. Aggro, do you think he's gonna? <laughs> mm, yes. Uh, Chris, will Link get bikini armor in Tears of the Kingdom? Yes. Of course. 
There we go. We're all in. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's like 50% of current Breath of the Wild fan art is him <laughs> in the Gerudo outfit. So, <laughs> Well, oh yeah, Wind Waker has a camera on the right stick, but it's a C-stick, so I forgot. Yeah, it's a C-stick because you're on the C. <sighs> Boo. Uh, I'm going to move on, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 3D Zelda month was great. Yeah, thank you everyone for the support. Wait a second. This is the current topic and text document I have open. This is the baby counter from the other end stream. <laughs> I, don't even, I don't even know where that asset lies in all of this shit. We're moving on. We're moving on. Uh, hey, guys. I'm here to talk to you about Pistol Whip, the best VR game I've ever played. Oh, that good, huh? Pistol Whip is so fucking good. It's like living through a John Wick action scene nonstop. <laughs> is is I, it like the fight into stages or is it just like, go, it uh, never ends? It's divided into songs because much like a John Wick action scene, the song matches up perfectly to the actions of people jumping at you. Oh. And good news for you, though, you get extra points for shooting on the beat. Mm -hmm. You don't get punished for not doing things on the beat. So it's perfectly playable for you. All right, great. In as much as you can do crazy hyper fast squats and dodge <laughs> to the side because every bullet's coming at you almost in a sort of like super hot style mm -hmm. and you have to dodge your head around them. Ooh. And there's like nine dudes. It's so fucking epic. It's got such good colors and lighting and everything. And everyone's made out of crazy polygons like... Some of them start to look like a fighting polygon man team a little bit where they just shake and reverberate to the music, but they're dressed up like agents. Oh, man. So it's you'll hit the drop in a song as you're going over a narrow bridge over a vast expanse and you're looking at the rock wall in front of you. and There are tiny, tiny ledges out of it. And to the beat, nine different guys will step out all aiming at you and shooting. It is the coolest shit. And... And I know a lot of you guys are like, oh, I played Pistol Whip. This is old news. You want some new news? Adaptive triggers. The triggers on the guns feel correct. So you pull it a little bit and then you click past the threshold and then the gun kicks. And when you dodge the bullets, you could feel them whiz oh by your head because the built-in feedback. Jesus. Is dope. so dope. Oh, my God. Um. <laughs> So did they get it feeling like Call of Duty good as far as the trigger goes? Uh, well, I've been using nothing but pistols so far, and there are other gun types. Mm. Um, I don't know if they'll use machine guns, though, because they know the coolest shit is to either do one gun or a Kimbo or right. like dual wield, right? which you can do. You can just boom, boom, boom. And the best part is when you really get to do it and you're shooting with both guns on both the beat and the offbeat, but perfectly in sync with it, go, go do, 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 do. And you get like that crazy score bonus every single time it pops up above their head. It's like it's got a bullseye icon if you hit them accurately. And then it has like a, a pulse, like a heartbeat if you hit it on the beat and it mm. gives you those extra points. Uh, also, you can pistol whip in the game. So if you dodge bullets leading up to a guy because it's an auto scroller, you're just going through the level at a constant speed and you pistol whip him, you get your armor back and he just shatters. Ooh, it's really good. This game whips. It is so damn good, dude. Yeah, I can see why you said you... What was the other game? Uh, what, what, the, the, where you were like, I don't think I'll be able to play that again oh, anymore. Oh, you, you, well, 
I mean, that's a lot. Of, <laughs> I'm like, why would I play runner when I have pistol whip? <laughs> so it's really cruel to say. Oh no! Uh, by the way, pistol whip's on sale right now on PlayStation VR too. So if you have it, it's a little bit off. It's like 22 instead of whatever the full price is. Okay. I got it because I was saving it for when my back was a little fucked, a little less fucked. Mm. Because uh, after we did a lot of PSVR, uh, my back got fucked up. It was like some sort of like I fell down the stairs years ago and it just flared it up in a weird way. So I waited to get pistol whip. That was amazing. And also, if you're into VR for exercise, that shit burned 400 calories across an hour. Jeez. So, yeah, I was pouring sweat. It was it was not pretty when I came out of that headset. (laughs) But that was the coolest fucking time I've had in VR. It is there's something unspeakably awesome about having this beautiful like literally john wick lighting you know that crazy harsh purple mm-hmm. and the casting and the shadows all of this mastered so correctly part of me is like did they did they did they what did they play this game before like what's the timeline on john wick movies coming out and this game coming out it has to be just the first john wick first one and then the this. first trophy i got was called parabellum which is the subtitle of john yeah. wick three yeah yeah so i'm just like jesus fucking christ it is so good, though. It is amazing. It literally went, well, now there's a second fucking VR game on my game of the year list, unless everything goes crazy by the end of the year, because it's currently currently my favorite. It is truly fun as hell. It's unbelievable. And I'm only playing on medium difficulties. There are higher difficulties, and that's inconceivable to me, because <laughs> uh, it's so much to keep up with. You die in two shots. Wow. Right? Yeah yeah but yeah it's it's if you have the opportunity you should try pistol whip for sure it is like living a john wick action scene with the crazy good music and the strobing Mm -hmm. the pulsating the the being jumped by people with body armor and those without you know people who go down in one hit two hit or like four um it's it's really a great experience um, and I'm excited to play it again. I had to take the gasket off immediately after that session, though, and rinse it because Jesus. <laughs> Sopping. Sopping is the, the best way to phrase it. Um, anyway, that's it. I'm done talking about Also, the music's right fucking dope. Yeah, is it licensed or just original? I don't know. Like, it's probably licensed, but it's not super mainstream stuff, a lot of it. And okay. a lot of it really does, like, the lyrics and stuff lean into... Yeah, you're in a, a gunfight. This is a crazy tense moment. Like it every song just bangs in a crazy. Yeah, exactly. Play pistol whip. It made me something. <laughs> that is technically accurate. I burned 400 calories. Anyways. Uh yeah, the the songs are perfect for like these sequences and how they play out. Like you have uh I wish I could remember the names of the songs or the lyrics, but it's just cool going through these fucking graveyards where a shootout happens because agents step out from behind the tombstones and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's it's really cool stuff. Um, what a game. Also, it has a code. I haven't tried it yet, but it's like, hey, we have an actual we have an actual story mode. Oh, and I'm like, oh, cool. I should try that. I haven't tried it, though, because I was already like having such a great time that I'm like, I'll save that for when, you know, the the high starts to lessen a little. (laughs) I'll save that for when, you know, maybe I'm a little less enamored with it because it's not my first impression. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like I saved Pistol Whip for a little bit later into the PSVR, too, because I didn't want to eat every delicious bit of candy up front. (laughs) And they go, where are the games? (laughs) But yeah, anyway. 
Hey, Bob, what did you play? Um, let's see. I played a, quite a few things, actually. Okay. Uh, they put Grid Legends onto uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus. Yeah. So I tried that out. So, Bob, what is Grid Legends? Grid Legends is a driving simulator mixed with a story that's told in live-action cutscenes. <laughs> what? Just like that Need for Speed, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I remember them showing trailers for this, and we were laughing really hard. I'm like, right? I really want this game. Yeah, I really wanted to try it because of that. Um, unfortunately, the live-action cutscenes are all trying to be a reality TV sort of thing oh. and it kind of ruins it so they're not going for the fast and furious tone no they're going for a shitty snarky reality tv it's um the whole idea is uh you're working for this guy mm -hmm. who runs a racing team and he's like down on his luck like his racing team's not working out that well okay, so he's so trying ridge to race for type four <laughs> kind of <laughs> I hope this continues to be as good as Ridge Racer Type 4. So you are the rookie who's brought in to try and amp up the team. Mm -hmm. But it's all told, like, you as a player do not have a character model. Like, they don't have a person, a, like a re real actor representing you. Well, yeah, it's like and a they, second CD game. And they also don't talk directly to you like that. Like, it seems like you're always referred you to a, in the third person. Are you a ghost and you're haunting the studio while people are talking to each other? Is that... <laughs> like... It's like you're watching reality TV made about your own workplace. What it's, the fuck? <laughs> it's bizarre. <laughs> like someone at some point pussied out and just said, you can't have the actors talk to the camera. Right. So they're instead talking to a camera about the new rookie and about stuff like what's going on with the company. Okay. And it's, All it's right. weird and the tone doesn't quite land in the place I want it to. Uh -huh. Also, oh my God, the cutting between live action footage and gameplay has never been worse <laughs> it's just the most abrupt just obviously that guy is looking at a, a screen playing game footage sort of thing not looking at oh, a real thing oh. it's that's that's hilarious though that sounds funny as shit it is kind of funny um if but hey, it was free. It was. Which, uh, using the Game Pass principle, <laughs> means it's great. Um, it also, because it's going for like a story thing, I guess this is why they would do this. They have generic like blockbuster movie music going when you're racing. It just comes off as really lame. <laughs> and playing, playing Gran Turismo before this. <laughs> has ruined all of their driving simulator games yeah yeah so um, we we need people to bring back the arcadey racers because yeah no they i'm this I, is just kind of sad i said <laughs> i've said before like i'm really excited to check out this year's forza mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean it has an easy job because gran turismo 7 so like i feel like a lot of these things are falling into that yeah like this the suspension just feels completely unrealistic absolutely there's no oh it just doesn't it doesn't feel like you're hitting bumps at all. It, just, I feel like a tire can go off the road and I don't even notice. <laughs> hmm. Uh, do you do you know if this was uh, cross-gen? Was this PS4 and PS5? I believe it was cross-gen, but this is a okay. PS5 version because it has adaptive right. triggers. Yeah. They feel terrible. They're just a joke. It's like, I, I honestly was like double-checked that they were on <laughs> levels of... This is just a weird little bit of a pulse it's doing as I, as I do these like drifts and stuff mm -hmm. 
Um, it also makes this really weird decision of putting a notification right in the center of the screen for like, oh my god, yeah, that constantly happening while you're racing because things like you pass the guy, you did you did it was a slipstream, yeah, you did it, you took that turn well. It's just like dead center of the screen. I remember some other racing game did that. And it's like, are you insane? What are you talking about? What? Why would you throw that in the middle of a screen on a racing game? It's bad enough in a normal game. Yeah, I. I don't know. I okay. don't know why they did it. Do you know if it was 30 or 60 frames per second? I believe it was 60. Okay. Like, it it, it felt smooth and looked smooth, but visually very basic. Okay. But, you know, that's after experiencing Gran Turismo. <laughs> so just seeing this race course, it just looks, like, bad. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't have a good bar anymore. I've seen Gran Turismo and I've seen Gran Turismo throughout these different gens. It doesn't look as good as PS3 Gran Turismo because PS3 Gran Turismo is still incredible looking. Damn. Okay. You know, I've played racing games on phone like Asphalt 7. Uh-huh. Maybe I could be okay with the environmental detail. I don't know. It depends Maybe. on how fun the game is. Yeah. It... Do you think well, ray tracing would have solved no. What's up? What's up, Agro? I'm, I'm I'm confused. This this is a video game, right? Yes. And and it has it has live action video in it. Yes. And yet you haven't mentioned solving a murder yet. I know, right? Uh, the game does open. Um, God, what do they call that? Like in media res. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it starts. It shows like this horrible crash, and then it's like six months ago. So we're catching up to that crash. So maybe okay. someone died. <laughs> so eventually Ooh. you will get to the murder. All right. That's good. I'm glad someone's dying in this race. You had me worried for a while there. I, I, I kind of want to play more to see more of the rival character they introduced only in the flash forward part so far. Because he's unhinged. He's like, obviously causes that crash and wreck. And that they're interviewing afterwards. And he's like, they just can't keep their cars on the road. And I'm like, this is really goofy, but I, I kind of want to see where they're going with it. I wish it wasn't this awful, um, just generic reality TV presentation to it. Yeah, it, it sounds like it'd be better if they went in the direction of, like, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> where, like, the, the rival racer is just a dirtbag who gets people killed. <laughs> um... As far as other stuff I played, uh huh, I tried out Kitsune: The Journey of Adoshino. I'm gonna write what you said for Adoshino. It's A D A S H I N O. Okay. Uh, this was a demo on Steam. Someone actually sent this to me on Twitter because it looked interesting. It's a neat little game where um the character models are all 3D. And have a very cartoony look, but all the backgrounds are hand drawn. Um, and you're playing as this like this fox girl exploring a like ancient Japanese town that's haunted. So it seems like this demo is very short. It seems like this is going to be a survival horror um, that plays kind of similarly to a Resident Evil or something. But I don't even know if I can attack. Um, I had I got this thing with like fireworks that you can set off that distracts the monster. Uh, but this thing only lasted like probably 10 minutes, so I cannot say exactly what the game is going to be like overall, but so far the style is really cool and the world seems neat. 
like this uh this island you're stranded on with your oh god what is he like a, a frog is your companion you talk to him all the time um the only weird thing is that they have since all the backgrounds are hand drawn they have these 3d characters moving around them it feels like some of the cutoff points for that uh create really awkward things in the line art like they'll not have the the cut out for when you go past a, a foreground element quite right so you'll see like bizarre edges to a pillar uh that don't feel like they should have been there and it feels like they probably need to refine that a little more mm -hmm. uh, but this game's really neat looking and you can download the demo on steam just something to check out okay uh i also tried out the xenoblade 3 regular dlc because i finished future redeemed last week i figured i'd go look at what these were any beans no beans um two extra characters both was really neat mechanics um the first is like this robot girl who's like i guess uh, god what are the what are the weird little around things the no pawn no pawns i guess they built this robot girl to protect them um but she has her own unique level up system where you actually need to go around the environment and find special Easter drops to level up her skill tree. So she has like her own skill tree to herself. And she just eats ether, and you guys are like, yeah, she's uh, yeah, they, doing it. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> they even have a custody where you're like, well, you need the special ether bottle because this is like super ether. <laughs> and then all the, the entire like crew just freaks out as she starts drinking it like a gatorade <laughs> that's great that's really great <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty great those are some fun cutscenes they've made for that um and then the other character like literally unlocks accessory crafting it's like this would have been cool in the main game it's just weird now i guess i could use it to like make the perfect stats to do the challenge modes they've added for this dlc mm-hmm um, maybe that's the idea, but it does just feel like this is a really great system. Why wasn't it in the game? <laughs> what? You're like, so they added another system to Xenoblade 3. In my head, the TikTok video is making itself of <laughs> me applying for federal aid to go to college to learn this new system <laughs> in Xenoblade 3 because there's at least an hour of tutorials. There's another whole set of tutorials God! about the materials that you need to make the special gem or like not gems. Um, rings and other accessories because gems are the own, own, whole own thing in xenoblade yeah um but yeah that seems really cool man it's gonna be fucking awesome when they make another game yes i'm very curious what their next game is yeah which will be a switch 2 game which makes me very very curious because mm -hmm. it's like oh boy you guys did great given the switch like being cement boots yeah yeah imagine this on any capable performance hardware like, like i would i would kill to see what they could do with something as powerful as a fucking series s that would be <laughs> unfucking real in comparison yeah but uh as i understand it were, were we talking something like slightly stronger than ps4 or something apparently for oh yeah. yeah that yeah that'd be crazy that's what the rumor mill's saying but that would be great i would fucking whip yes <laughs> i'd be like yeah look at this <laughs> um they also put out a new mode for Overwatch 2, uh, like yesterday. So I tried that out. <laughs> What's up, Dan? Nothing. Go ahead. It's called Star Watch. It's, it's, it's literally uh -huh. just a regular Overwatch level 
Uh-huh. It's literally one of them that's already in the game. They might have taken it out of the game earlier. It's a one set in the moon base. Yeah, they took that away. Yeah. So yeah. it's that reskinned mildly with different lighting. Uh and some new skins for some characters that make them vaguely Star Wars esque. It's it, it, yeah, you just do a regular Overwatch map stuff there, like the, the things of like take a point and then then take another point, that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, they took those fantastic. They took out every map that was one of those because it wasn't exciting enough, and I complained because I like that map specifically. So to hear that they have to do some weird dumb mode with a reskin of that map in order to bring it back makes me really frustrated. Yeah, and of and of course it can't just be completely normal. You are limited to certain characters on each side. Oh fuck this! Yeah. Oh my god. Because they only made so many skins. Right. Of course. Um. Of course. And they added football. Re- <laughs> they added reviving, which just feels weird. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah. Um. Like every, anyone can? Any, everyone can revive, yeah. You just, everyone goes on a, like, a slight cooldown for what, how long it takes them to revive, and they walk around as a ghost until you try and revive them. Or if everyone dies, you can just do a regular respawn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Also, they added a thing where it has low gravity. I'm not sure if that was in the map originally. Like, sometimes they'll just be like, oh, there's a, there's a gravi- gravity anomaly, and then never everyone just jumps high i'm having trouble remembering i feel like there wasn't low gravity before but parts of the map like if you went outside for no reason had low gravity i'm 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 not having trouble remembering but no i don't believe yeah okay someone in chat saying exactly what i just said is true okay okay Okay. and they also add weird little things to the map like um there's these reactor looking things sitting around and you shoot them and it, it turns into one of those uh attacks like um that suck everyone in Oh, okay. So it just, they get held there like a black hole sort of thing from uh, Zarya. Yeah, gravity well. Yeah, yeah gravity well. Mm-hmm. Um, gravity squeeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was um, less interesting than expected. Okay. <laughs> because, man, sure is this old map I played. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a, this news you're giving me is actually just making me angry at the game and wanting to never go back. Fair, that frankly yeah i can't like believe they would be brutally honest here that's i can't believe they did this and it's, it's locked to this mode that's only available for a short time and has weird stipulations like yeah you that just sucks. put that map in rotation that sucks that sucks bad uh <sighs> hey bob yeah what's up i assume you have many more games to talk about a few yeah uh do you mind if i have an intermission of it. one game i played yeah. that is very relevant to our viewers because this will be the first time we're uh announcing uh so hey guys i think i have this name correct the subtitle escapes me at all times but i'm gonna try it i played doke upon kingdom that game is made by satan <laughs> that game sure is <laughs> i i could not just i had no frame of reference for how literally made by satan that game is crazy it is just fucking evil. Imagine a Mario party where you just went, I rolled, and you land on a random encounter square, and you encountered an enemy that's two levels above you, and they just kill you in one hit. <laughs> that oh game is fucking unhinged. That game is insane. I played I played partial partial matches, two of them. A little bit of me versus an AI at first, and me going, what the fuck? 
I'm going up against Neo. This AI knows every perfect roll. Like, oh, weird. I roll the exact number I need every time. And I'm just like, that's cool. I've been stuck in the opening area for uh, ever um, because I can't roll the exact number you want me to. Um, it is unhitched. It's never been this bad. There's no board game as evil as this. There is no other video game as hateful of its players. Dark Souls looks sympathetic in comparison. <laughs> this game Don't is worry, Dan. evil. If, if you get far enough behind, you can sell your soul to Satan to just ruin the game. <laughs> Not even when just ruined the intrigued. game. I'm <laughs> intrigued. Oh my god. That sounds pretty great. Uh, at one point, a person showed up and gave me a thing, and I'm like, oh, what was that? That's crazy. Is that an item I get to use to spite my opponents? It's named Blackmail. That sounds great. Five turns later, that killed me out of nowhere. I just died. You just had to buy the U of Hover's box, didn't you? Yeah. You had that, to know. No, I landed on a square, and they just <laughs> gave it to me. And I was like, what? <laughs> what? What happened? What Dan the plays fu fucking Death Stranding, and he's like, wow, this is a pretty suspicious package. I guess I'll just take it to where it says it needs to go. <laughs> yeah. This guy normally gets pizza, but this reactor is looking pretty cool. <laughs> oh, man, it's terrible. Horrible. Anyways, after we finish Big Think, uh, the four of us will be playing Dokapon Kingdom for for all of you. Right, for your enjoyment. This fucking for the evil, glory of Satan. This evil fucking video game. It's so fucking bastardly. I think if there was a word to put on the box, like the SRB has to tell you what content inside, it would just be bastard tier bullshit. Put <laughs> that shit on the box. <laughs> It's truly awful. Uh, what a heinous fucking video game. Uh, one time Tosh walked past me. She was playing a thief and I just heard her sound and I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And she stops moving and it's like, you took his shit. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? No. No way. Fuck you. Come on. <laughs> this, is, this game's evil. Also, it's so low budget. I ran into my first typo. I am not exaggerating within one minute of booting the game. <laughs> And I'm just like, how do you do this? How do you do this? The graphics look like 3DS graphics. There's a hitch when it wants to load things. But, you know, I guess that's the price you pay to be literally Hellspawn. Right? <laughs> you have to look like a 3DS game to, to, to tap into that evil, too. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Like IDF Factory has, like, a top end of what they can do. And we hear it. <laughs> <laughs> we, we hit it a few times. You can hear it. Just boom, 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 boom. Uh... Man, absolutely insane game. You'll see later. Yeah. I don't need to explain to you. Audience, please check out that stream if you're listening to this podcast because, man, that, that game. I'm not trying to oversell how evil it is. I was in awe for hours <laughs> over how evil it was. It's like, oh, you can't escape the opening area because you can't roll exactly a two or four. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? This is the opening of the game! <laughs> Anyway, that's what I've been playing. What else did you play, Bob? <laughs> um, I played the Geno Kids demo. This is a game that's currently on Kickstarter. It hit all of its stress goals. So it, it's coming. Cool. Wait. Okay, what's... <laughs> um, this is a Devil May Cry-like, which obvious mm. inspirations from like Kingdom Hearts and yes. uh, The World Ends With You for aesthetics. Yes, it was the Devil May Cry Kingdom Hearts-like. Yes. Kingdom May Cry. <laughs> Devil May Hearts. Um, so you play as like a very cartoony looking character 
allegedly part of a band, so all the characters use instruments as weapons. Mm. But it isn't like a music game or anything like uh, Hi-Fi Rush. No, it's just like that, that one guy of the organization, Organization 13, with his cool guitar. Not like that either, because strangely, no. your character is a guitar. The, the guitar just turns into a sword, a normal ah, sword, well, which kind of upset okay. me. And then your other character has drums, and those also just turn to regular, like, <laughs> energy fists. Okay. I'm like, guys, you had a thing going There's here. There's a whole opportunity. This could have been way cooler. And everyone knows the, the, that at the end of the day, the drummer should be a blue mage, right? I hmm. think that's obvious. I, I kind of, I obvious. understand the idea of, like, he hits drums, so he hits people. Like, he hits things like yeah, that. I don't, but. I, I kind of get the, the, the angle they're coming at. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. But then in, in the full game, there will be four characters. I don't know what the other ones will do. I only know these two. They Vuvu have <laughs> What kind of band has room you, for you, a you Vuvu Slayla if there are only four members? A Zoomer band. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, this is great. It has a really unique sound and everyone ever has to go. I guess you're right. <laughs> <laughs> we can't argue with that. Right. Vuvu Slayla and Kazoo's. God. Um, the game's got like it seems to only have one combo per character, and I have to wonder if that's just because it's the demo and it's not they don't have like that fully fleshed out yet. But it feels really weird to have like such a limited range of attacks, and then instead of like you know in in Devil May Cry you have a stinger and everything by hitting forward in the analytic. Instead of doing that sort of thing, they have like hold R two button. You get four different attacks mapped to your uh, okay your yeah. face buttons. Uh huh. And each of them take meter. So you you have a stinger on uh, there, but it takes meter. How much? How fast does that meter come back? The meter comes back pretty fast, but it okay, still feels something. But that is weird. Yeah, it still feels weird. Um, and a lot of the the attacks pretty much. Well, that's kind of like Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts had the whole hold a shoulder button in order to use your spells sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. it does have that sort of energy to it. But there, it's like if you had a Kingdom Hearts loadout that was all the melee mm -hmm. focused. Mm -hmm. Um, although they do have a summon swords in there, like like a Virgil style, just summons that sword to shoot at enemies. Cool. I would say I, it's less Virgil and more like Joaquin or whatever. Oh my god! From Lament of Innocence. No, because his swing is a certain like arc, whereas this is like it. Shoots well, I mean, it. he's also got them around him. He's very cool. More <laughs> people should about melancholy Joaquin. I'm looking at footage, and it looks like you're doing like Marvel combos on them because you can swap. In the you, middle of a combo? Yeah, the idea is you're controlling all four characters at once, so instead of switching between weapons on your D-pad, you switch between characters. Oh, so really it's Wonderful 101. <laughs> no, not at all. No, no, <laughs> I like Wonderful 101, and no, it isn't like that at all. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it feels like none of the attacks feel like they have a really good weight and hit strong impact to them, mm. which I feel is pretty important. And also because right. each character only has one combo... I feel like that's not enough depth for e each of them. Although the, yeah. the fist guy can do charge hits, which gives him something. Mm -hmm. uh, I do, you know, we, we've run into this ever since we played Freedom Planet ahead of its release. Uh -huh. In the beta, we've run into this. Well, obviously, this will be a thing they fix. Right. And you want to say that, but you never actually know. Yeah, I really don't think it will, because I also okay. played a demo from um, two years ago when he they first put this thing together mm -hmm. basically combat wise exactly the same oh okay so not much has changed in that that side of things they did add traversal stuff like now that this big this newer demo has like a full level you go through 
and has like a wall rowing mechanic where certain walls have a like a highlighted thing you can dash to it and then run on it mm -hmm. and it feels pretty decent like it, it feels better than you might expect one of those sort of mechanics to feel um but yeah i don't i don't know i'm not really digging as much as i was hoping i would mm. it's also got a block a lot like kingdom hearts where you look like hold the sword out for but a second only for a bit yeah, yeah for a bit yeah um it's an interesting idea i yeah yeah with, i feel like with kingdom hearts they they sell it a little more because if you get that block in kingdom hearts it leaves the enemy open to punish really well like there's a good yeah. chunk and then they're yeah and they're you get like, to set up what you punish with mm -hmm. which also makes it really interesting and rewarding where it felt kind of like they did not get stunned by it, really. It was like, well, I blocked that, but they're going to come good up with job. something Good job. You else. didn't take damage. That is not a good enough reward. I can jump. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, if you're parrying something, it really should be the, like, the, the high-risk, high-reward defensive option. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Somebody in <laughs> chat said, it's like Ark of Night, and I'm like, no, that's what the bat wants you to think. <laughs> <laughs> i played no arkham games so when you say it's like arkham knight my brain goes they're fucking lying don't buy it yeah it's nothing like that okay <laughs> i don't know oh it's the bat <laughs> anyway hey is the bat in this game the bat does not seem to be in this game uh, this game does have weirdly like uh fully voiced cutscenes. oh that's awesome yeah it's not expecting that uh they for the cutscene, it uses the 3D environments it uses in the game, but then they have like 2D drawings of the characters they put over it. Cool. And it actually works pretty well. Yeah. Like it makes it like the step between a motion comic and a real like cutscene. Yeah. It's neat. I was thinking about that the other day of how that was like popular during a certain, like I feel like there was a certain era where we used a lot of 2D on screen assets to reinforce the 3D stuff so we didn't have to animate the 3d stuff and could have expressiveness through the 2d elements mm -hmm. animated themselves or not. And I think that's a really great, you know, way to have them still be expressive and not lose a shitload of money. Yeah. Yeah. In the, strangely, there was the, there was a street or a, uh, Kickstarter goal for voice acting. Mm -hmm. So luckily they hit that because they hit all their goals. Oh, that's good. <laughs> so wow, a game enhanced by Kickstarter, by kickstarting up some voice acting. That's great. <laughs> I, you, I'm never gonna forget Mighty Number no. Nine for that. <laughs> that will continue to be the dumbest fucking thing they ever did. But yeah, at the end of the day, this game feels a little loose. But I might still give it a shot when it comes out fully. I, I'm still curious what the other two characters are like. Um, I don't know why they don't have a PlayStation version. They they did a goal for a Switch version, but no other version. Okay, just okay. PC and Switch. Well, I can understand if it's PC and Switch. I thought you were gonna tell me they have an Xbox version. I'm like. <laughs> No Kingdom Hearts fan has just an Xbox. I know, right? <laughs> what the fuck Don't are you talking reasonable. about? Like, come on now. You're just fucking lying. <laughs> That's not the fucking case. I'm sorry. Uh, strangely, it does support DualShock 4s on the... Like, you can even change the prompts to that in, oh, okay. on the Steam version. So Cool. That's important. Yeah. But, you know, not a I'm lot of people... I'm glad that's becoming more standard. Yeah. Because right. it, it is becoming more and more obvious that playstation controllers are way more like in vogue yeah well they're <laughs> more flexible owned. with the dp with the d-pad being the primary input and the d-pad not being a weird monster they made it into now mm -hmm. i'd be fine it, with it, the weird it, monster they have now if it was bigger but it literally is like <laughs> the world's smallest pepperoni that curled during a pizza getting cooked and i'm like man my thumbs are too fucking big for this come on 
it it is weird how long Xbox has remained the default PC controller, even as Microsoft stopped making the wired ones, which feels like it was the reason that happened. And even weirder, they stopped really innovating. Yeah, but like, they still had the all the um, God the the drivers for it. Yeah, you know, yeah, on X input. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, they they got grandfathered into being popular. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely, because of things they did during the 360 era. Yeah, yeah. When they tried. Remember back when they tried? Yeah, I was thinking about it really recently, um, which nobody will ever bring up because people aren't this technical and people who are this technical don't give a shit about Xbox because it's like, you know, at that point, it's a margin of a margin, uh -huh. right? Um, I was thinking about it. You remember when leading up to the launch of the Series X, they said, we have an API for you in your render pipeline to pull the controller exactly then. On the Series X. You remember yeah, yeah, this? Yeah, I remember that. I don't know if that went anywhere or if that was just gassing shit up and doesn't actually help or no one's using it because it's just like uh, the APIs over on the Sony side when sometimes you see a game and it doesn't load insanely fast. Uh -huh. Like it just loads really goddamn fast compared to last gen. But I was thinking about that again. I was like, man, I wish I knew a shitload of developers who worked on that end of the company, like all these different developers, where I could ask them, do you guys, do you guys use that? Yeah. Did I, it work? I, I, I would love to know if it, if it worked. Because in, in principle, it's a good idea. Mm -hmm. But in practice, it's probably a way better idea to just pull really fast. Right. Because probably. you don't have to, the developer doesn't have to try then. Just check the state of the controller. <laughs> oh, hey, they're pushing this button. Fucking here we go. Um, but yeah, I was thinking about that. On a podcast I listened to recently, they, uh, for the second week in a row, had a segment about how the PS5 doesn't load games as fast as they made it sound like it would. And I'm like, I think you're crazy. Because, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, almost every, like, nope. even Live a Live loads insanely fast. It basically pops up with the load screen and goes, I don't know why I did this. And then puts it back down. Yeah, Dead Island 2 loaded insanely fast. Yeah. I'm trying to, I feel like the only thing that didn't load as fast as I wanted it to was Valkyrie Elysium, which obviously isn't done <laughs> right yeah that even over here on pc with my 4090 it's like uh valkyrie elysium i appreciate these high-res photos <laughs> for my lock screen but come on man you can't just hitch every time you need to spawn an enemy next to a box on the other side of the castle that's bad man it's 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 a real problem it's a real problem that that game isn't more popular, so that way there weren't more mods on PC to fix it. Yeah. I, I genuinely feel that way. I wish that could have happened. <sighs> anyway. Did you want to move on? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, this week, I was an uh, interview about Shinobi for the PS2 was brought to my attention. Yeah, I'm Schmuplations. Yes, Schmuplations. I'm actually a patron of theirs. I think they do some of the most important work. Period. Full stop. Fair. Yeah. They've translated so many insightful interviews over the years. That interview was really interesting. Yeah, I highly recommend people read that website. Mm -hmm. The uh, Shinobi for PS2 interview is really great. They're like, I, I, one of my favorite parts of that interview is when they're like, you know, I think of this thing that was cool back when I was a kid, and then I think about it again, and I'm like, yeah, his his legs and head are huge and look really dorky. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the common Rider original, I believe, is what they were talking about. Uh, maybe that's still cool in an offbeat sort of way. So if we do something that taps into that, no one else is doing that right now, so we'll be ahead of the curve. 
I found some of the stuff about difficulty really interesting because yeah. it's like they were going off of being told that things like Shinobi 3 were too easy by Europeans. Uh-huh. And they're like, well, the Europeans are Westerners, so obviously that applies to everyone. So they made the game harder huh. for the States and for Europe. Worth noting, comes out in America before Japan. The Japanese release of Shinobi comes out a month after America, according to that interview anyway. Wow, yeah. And so we got the version where the difficulty is fucked. Yeah. So and undoubtedly contributed to that game's poor critical reception. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that This game... is when Bob and I started forming the giant chips on our shoulder. <laughs> yes! See. When we saw people give this absolutely amazing God-tier game a low score because it beat them up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So that... So the Japanese also, version's was, easier. The, the Japanese European version's somewhere in between the two, they said. Yeah. Uh, but the funny the, thing the, is... The, it killed me because they were like, super difficulties only to the, the, the Western version. It's like, that thing vexed me my entire life. I did, never yeah. beat the final boss on super difficulty. I couldn't. Yeah. They're like, neither could we. And you're like, then why did you put it in there? <laughs> <laughs> Shinobi on PS2 is really great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, you that, know who made that, right? The guys who made Sucker Wars. Yeah. Which is the crazy. Overworks. The, the, the people that, uh, if I'm to trust Sucker Wars fans, maybe are outcasted a bit by the rest of Sega. So sad. Uh, yeah, it is. Because Shinobi's the, fucking base. Reading the end of this interview made me very sad very sad yes it's the director's like now that we've relaunched uh, the the shinobi series i'm really happy to be able to work on this franchise and build it out more and make all sorts of other original games i look at his moby games he didn't work on another game he was gone i think he's got a special thanks for nightshade and that's it I'm, oh my god yeah i was very upset Oh, that's terrible. Yeah. That's like one of my favorite video games. Mm-hmm. Like that genuinely will make my 100. I can't imagine it not. Uh, so yeah, after reading this interview, Bob's like, I, was, I crafted a time machine and I have a gun. I <laughs> like, well, who are you going to shoot? All the rest of Sega? Like, wait, I, I, I got this plan. <laughs> I got the edge. So I, I, I hooked my PS2 up to my CRT TV upstairs. Oh my God. Okay. And I'll, I'll just play a bit. I'll play a bit until I'm, until I'm, I, I feel like I should just stop or it gets old or something. So I started this at 4 a.m. <laughs> I got to the final boss. Yeah, of course. <laughs> and that's when I was like, this sucks. This guy still sucks. I hate this guy. <laughs> the rest of that game is immaculate. Yes. What were they thinking? I remember, if, if I remember correctly, Bob, feel free to correct me if I'm wrong. Maybe this is just my internal state was magnified as a producer role uh-huh. on Gigaboot's content over there. We hit the end of that Let's Play, and I'm just sweating bullets like, what if we can't beat the game? <laughs> because even on a normal difficulty, I think it rinsed us like four times or something. Yeah. In that let's play. And we don't edit our let's plays to remove us dying at a thing because that's right. coward shit. Right. And we don't borrow footage from other let's plays. <laughs> of course. So, so we're just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> We've been having such a great moment with this game and now there's this final fucking boss. Yeah, I like I beat most every boss in my second or third try. Yeah, there's only one other boss that really sucks, and that's the giant statue fight, which I don't know if you remember, but you're fighting like a gigantic Buddha. So just his head, and you're, there's a little platform in front of him, and he he keeps like swinging his arms, 
in no, summoning Bob, dudes. That's the forgotten one from Lament of Innocence. <laughs> I'm sorry you're mixing up games again. How late did you stay up again? <laughs> Were you drinking on? Were you drinking the cough syrup again? <laughs> um, but yeah, the final boss—you have to hit him like eight times before the fight even starts. So there's always like a minute plus of just like the silence, the silence. Ambience. No, the 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 health bar is not even there yet. Uh -huh. You can't even do damage yet. Yeah. Well, they're training you on how to fight the boss. Yeah, then then the hardest part is the, the move he doesn't do during that part. Uh huh. Where he's his melee attack, which is signaled only by him being like <coughs> like he coughs yeah, yeah. off screen and it's actually hard to pick up um, was it easier on the speakers because no. we were on headphones and we it took us i think a few tries to realize yeah yeah the light is little let's uh -huh. play yeah uh -huh. and then uh -huh. he starts coming at you with this unblockable insane teleportation yeah. attack he has a fire uh, if i remember correctly he has a higher movement speed than you so you just have to deal with like i can't escape yeah you have if to I wasn't you have to perfectly of... time your jumps uh-huh and then the end of it will be a giant like aoe attack that does massive damage yes <laughs> like what is wrong with you uh shiny mew in chat says uh, all right bob it's time for the gun check could the state of shinobi be better solved with a gun <laughs> <laughs> I don't know enough about the internal <laughs> politics in Japan if I could solve that. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I think that's really sad, though, about the director. Yeah. That, made, that man made one of the best video games ever fucking made. Yeah, it's really, really exceptional going back to it. It's like, it, there's well, nothing like it. There like, really isn't. I, I think we're on a pretty dark timeline because seventh gen really ruins the Japanese industry and uh, various things that have happened. But we would be on a much darker one if the same thing happened to, you know, Devil May Cry 3 man when he made Devil May Cry 4 and it was not great. Yeah, luckily that's still sold. So they just right. locked him in the chamber instead of killing him. Right. <laughs> luckily, you know, what, what what did he work on after that other than uh, Dragon's Dogma? Uh, yeah, I, th I think it was just Dragon's Dogma and then advisory roles on stuff like DMC yeah. the DMC. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's its own hell. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Overworks were too based to live. Oh, uh, that's so sad. That's so sad. Shinobi Shinobi on PS2 so great. I'm I'm one of those people with a controversial uh perspective where I think that one's better than all the others. Yeah, yeah, I think it's easily like way more unique than any of the uh, 2D ones before it. Yeah. Even though three is really good, like yeah, three is still one of my favorite games. Like that would, yeah. I absolutely make my top hundred games list. There you go. But that's the difference between us. Because <laughs> yeah, while Revenge of Shinobi is great, it's not. It's not as good as Red Saber. <laughs> it's so like reading that interview. It's insane to be like they took results from people talking about Shinobi three Europeans saying that was too easy when those people played horrifying pc uh like euro jake yeah they're playing like, microcomputer platformers featuring egg mascots you shouldn't trust them you shouldn't like they don't have what a bar for difficulty talking what about? are you That's talking insane. about you sound crazy why would yeah, you ever like, trust them? every british youtuber's like that's my favorite retro game and they just point to a box of knives that runs on some shit called the log master <laughs> But yeah, I like having that sort of window into what they were thinking, even if it was wrong. 
Yeah. No, that's why all those interviews are so good. Mm-hmm. Shmuplations is really one of the most recommendable things, but guys, I couldn't even convince most of you to watch Game Developer Postmortems. What luck am I going to have trying to convince you to read? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, those interviews are all very insightful. There's a reason I've been a patron for so long. I, I truly think their work is like some of the best. Mm-hmm. At one point, at one point, okay, no one in chat still decided. At one point, I was like, man, I could turn my video skills into like some way to make a video out of those interviews that I bet they would do really fucking well. Yeah. Because people don't read. <laughs> no, they don't. At all. Uh, <laughs> step one, you fucked up. You wanted people to read. Step two, you fucked up. You wanted people to go to a website. <laughs> they want you to post the entire thing as a tweet. <laughs> Post the entire interview as a fucking tweet. Anyway. But yeah, that, that game's really great. I, I wish we were ever getting another one of them. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah, that sure would be great. I'm probably going to show Nightshade in at some point and play through all that. Cool. <laughs> we should just make a stream or something out of that. Cause probably. I'm curious what's in it. <laughs> and, that you know, we did the Giving Games a Chance. <laughs> There was one moment because yeah. I watched some of the cutscenes for Shinopi. Uh -huh. There was like, okay, we need that as a is a sound. sound. Yeah, which one? Um, it's a flashback scene where they're opening the the sword. Yeah. This is yeah. Akujiki in a yeah. box, and oh. all this, all three kids just go, "Wow, yeah, we, it's perfect, dude." We lost it during our fucking let's play. I'm pretty sure that sound is really good. This is a good sound. It is. This is a good sound. It was also really interesting listening to them talk about like the production, how they got people involved in like doing live action stuff. And they're like, yeah, we would like the wireworks package. They're like, sure thing. We've never done wireworks before. <laughs> they're yeah. like, what? <laughs> yeah, they hadn't done it in that studio ever or something. Right. Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> and then they had to go, they could only do two actors at once for any scene because of the rudimentariness of their technology. Right. It was like, that's crazy that you got this done. Because this is, uh -huh. what, 2002? Yeah, they're about 2002. They would have been working on it in 2001 and 2000, yeah. Yeah, so that's years before, like, they, they got that going for, like, Devil May Cry 3 and stuff over at Capcom. Right, yeah. So it's it's kind of um, crazy. Like, it, you can tell this is, some of the stuff is stilted, but it, it looks pretty good. Uh, it was funny when they were like, yeah, I had him act out some of the, uh, some of the, some of the scenes on a wire, even though it's on the ground and you know, to give it that sort of movement. And I'm like, in my head, the moment I read that sentence, I knew which cutscene because <laughs> of the way Hotsuma runs. It looks so weird. Yeah, there it's, is one. <laughs> something where it looks bizarre. <laughs> <laughs> it's real good. Real good. Speaking of live action, when Shinobi Legions. Shinobi Legions is hilarious. Yeah, that game looks really neat. It sounds, it seems like it actually plays like a good Shinobi yeah, game. Yeah, you played it's, it a little bit and yeah. you were surprised by how good it was. Right? It, it's just bizarre that it looks terrible. <laughs> I but guess at least it what, looks funny bad. You know what you're signing up for when you have a Saturn, right? I guess. PS1 guys, they have a range, like good to bad, gorgeous to hideous. The Saturn feels like it has even more dynamic range. <laughs> It's just like, motherfucker, you got Shinobi Legions and Mr. Bones for Christmas. <laughs> oh, no! <sighs> I'm trying to ruin my child's taste. <laughs> hey, Bob. What else did you play? That is it. Okay. Because I stayed up till like 7 in the morning doing that. <laughs> that seems like a great use of time, Bob. Yes. Hey, Dr. Agro, what you been playing? 
I finally sat down and finished Burning Shores. Nice. Excellent. Oh, my brother in Christ. <laughs> oh, there's uh, so much good in it. Okay. Uh, okay. I, I love uh, the, the figurine collecting and all the little ruins puzzles they added. Uh, Aloy's character arc is immaculate. The last hour of that game, they fell down the stairs and forgot how to design a fucking video game. In what sense? Okay. It's a huge running boss fight that blows. Okay, so I got I gotta ask. I gotta ask. My super mild spoilers, I guess. I was told through some of the marketing that the reason this isn't on PS4 is because they have that giant fucking turtle monster. Is it the battle with that? Is that the end? And is it suck? <laughs> there, you do fight a giant thing. I don't know if I'd describe okay. it as a turtle monster. Maybe I'm just mis misassociating it as turtle-like because it's mountainy. I also saw that um, the PS5 enabled incredible hugging technology. <laughs> <laughs> like these are apparently super realistic hugs. Did you notice? I mean, there's a pretty good hug, yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I was registering the hug on on an emotional human level. <laughs> I didn't I didn't take time to to break down when you see the two characters involved. When you see two characters hug in a video game, you don't think about all the polygons and whether or not they're clipping. I mean, not until they start clipping. <laughs> It actually, you know, this does bring up a good point. Uh, I forget his last name, but I believe his first name's Dan. I could totally be wrong on that, too. Anyways, it was a guy who worked at Sony Santa Monica and months after the last trailer for God of War Ragnarok, I think it was even this year is uh -huh. when he first talked about it. He's like, everyone, all the gamers watching this trailer, oh my god, that's so cool! He's shooting the arrow at the moon and the dog chases it! Me, the fucking cloth is still clipping through his goddamn arm. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm yeah. not sure uh, if I'm going to talk about this boss fight, we might want to throw up a spoiler tag. Hell yeah, let's do it. I love my Dragon Quest music. Dun, 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 this isn't Bayonetta Origins spoilers. <laughs> Edgar knows those two and will also spoil that. Why is he doing it? What will stop him? Horizon, horizon burning doors. Boop. Okay, take it away, Captain. Okay, so you remember how the end of Forbidden West sucked? Yeah. Yeah. But but like from a story perspective, mm -hmm. this was the opposite where the 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 story was pretty cool, but the entire you you fight a Horus. Okay. You fight a fucking Horus. You and one other person with hand-propelled munitions take down one of the giant immortal self-replicating battle stations that ended humanity. That's pretty fucking dope. Huh. I, I will never forget how mad people who were into Warcraft were when World of Warcraft <laughs> let you kill the Lich King. <laughs> and I thought of that the entire time I did this. Fair. <laughs> that does seem wrong. <laughs> the... the the way you do this also sucks. Um, oh. 
it it's it should be cool. It should have been cool. There's there, there's a segment where you're you're climbing up the mountain that it's on because it's slowly waking up and only one of the arms is awake and and it, it's scanning for you. So you've got to like move from cover to cover and climb the mountain to get past it and a bunch of shit. And it's it, it it's pretty cool except that the fucking you can just run past it. It's fine. You don't have to engage with that at all. And then then oh. you you climb into the thing and crawl around it like it's uh, one of those cauldrons. It, except you know it's you're climbing around all this tiny shit, and there's some instant death jumping puzzles that are based on timing. And Horizon's climbing is not up to that. No. Then you get to the room where fucking what's his fuck the <laughs> can't remember his name because he sucks and he's not in the game. <laughs> Londra, uh, where Londra is, and you do this shitty boss fight in like a 15 by 15 foot room where there's just shit going off all the time. You got to wait for his shield to go down before you can shoot one of four things. And when, once that's over, you, you've got to go fight the Horus. Like you're under the Horus and it's like, oh, here's the heat sink weak point. You need to shoot it. Well, this thing that's a half a mile wide with 10 legs is like, it's technically impressive that they did it. This is not a fun thing to fight, guys. <laughs> yeah. It's that like, seems pretty guerrilla core, to be honest. It's four stages long and like, it, it's made the worst because, and I, this might just be me misremembering, but I have a strong feeling that, at least the way I played it, the dodging in Horizon 1 was based on not being there when the telegraphed attack came. Uh-huh. And in two, they really, really would prefer it if you would dodge as the attack hit mm -hmm. and iframe through it like it's a Dark Souls game. Like it's a Dark Souls game, yes. And that sucks complete ass for the things you fight in Horizon mm -hmm. because they all fucking explode. So when it yeah. leaps in the air and I dodge out of the way and then it hits 10 feet away and the explosion hits me anyway, I feel bad. Yeah, understandable. So the end of this DLC was a huge fucking, like, like this DLC took this series down two points in my mind. Oh, no! Whoa! Whoa. This boss fight is bad and if if like i'm starting to worry that th somebody on this team like the team came up with this great game concept and they're not in charge of it anymore and somebody else is ruining it because this series is starting to peter out and show its skeleton because everything they add to it is worse and not in line with the original vision as i enjoyed it when i was playing it I'm speechless. Yeah, that's it's rough. Just going downhill. Mm. Wow. Well, guys, I, please look know, forward to seemed, our Horizon Three spoiler. Cast. <laughs> this seems. This seems like a another symptom of like games now taking forever to make. Like when the third game in a series comes out ten years after the first. If we're lucky. There's. If we're lucky, there's <laughs> definitely this element of like, yeah, none of the same idea people are involved. 10 years is a long fucking time. Right. Yeah. A lot of them probably left the studio because that's yeah. how we are over here. You know, it's, it's one of those things where I feel like I, I really respect God of War for doing the no, it's a two game series because these games take so long. Yeah, that was the smartest fucking thing I've seen any developer yeah, do. That, that, any that was great recently. shit. <laughs> They're yeah. so fucking smart. Right. 
one more spoilery thing, I suppose. Hmm. Uh, th this comes at the very end uh, of the game after the boss fight, which was spoiled for me uh, the morning after the game came yeah, out. Because the... it was all yes, yes, that was everywhere. Yeah, it's like every headline. Oh my God, you kiss a girl. That's the... I figured that was just a thing that happened along the way. Man, these people are psychopaths if they're just posting that the day yeah. it comes out. Well, yeah, they gotta get the clicks and they gotta get the clicks as soon as they can. So day one. Like when I saw it, I was like, oh man, it sucks that they spoiled that. And then I immediately went, oh, thank God. That that vibe was there. It wasn't just me. <laughs> I, wanted to, I, mean, I wanted you to be like, yeah, it wasn't actually romantic at all, weirdly. Like they, they just, they're friends. <laughs> Honestly, hey bro, would you like a kiss? Yeah, what? bro, I really would like a kiss right now, bro. Kind of. <laughs> you have to see the scene. I was like, this is it. This, this this is the most dudes rock kiss I have ever seen. This is just two competent warriors necking for a second and then going their separate ways. Good job, champ. That was a good kiss. I hope, I hope Tosha isn't watching this or listening to this, so that way she never says that to me. <laughs> I never want to fucking hear that. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay, I think I think we're leaving the po <laughs> spoiler zone. Yeah. Well, that was a moment. That was the whole thing. There are, man, some some of the best stuff in in forbidden west and some of the worst is in that dlc that's really unfortunate <laughs> i am so optimistic about the next game oh man i can't wait based on what you said about this ending sequence i both want to see it and don't want to play it and for the first time ever ever in my life i'm thinking what if i just watch a playthrough on youtube i never have that thought <laughs> Dan, when's the Horizon DLC stream? Uh, check this out. I've done no shit. This is not a joke. Our worst performing stream ever is a Horizon Two stream. So uh, no, <laughs> uh, and that's not because Dan only streams with the people one. And I'm like, yeah, we streamed Dino Shokutaku on Halloween. I think I think we avoided those accusations pretty well, uh, but. Everyone wants that, Dan. What are you talking the, about? The people crave to know about Laura. <laughs> what blood flows through their veins. But yeah, it's just... um, I don't know. I, I'm not interested in streaming that. I just want to see that for me. Yeah, a lot of it sounds like it's going to be visual splendor, so it would be better absorbed, like with HDR on and uh, even closer to the So TV. you're saying we should do a Let's Play? No. So that way we could do Absolutely a, not. a Let's Play in HDR, Bob? Is no. that? God. No. Yeah, every you... now and then, it's that game is still, you just stop and go, holy shit, this is an immaculate super game. Who <laughs> fucking made this? Why Why is this game this pretty? Yeah. <sighs> Did you have anything else you wanted to say? I, I mean, the only other thing I played is like immediately after that, I booted Octopath back up. <laughs> <laughs> The knocked forever out a couple of RPG. bosses and then got spanked again. <laughs> I'm like, I'm 77 hours into this game. I shouldn't be losing boss fights. What what chapter are you on for like your highest chapter? Uh, I finished a couple of them. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, like like Ochet's chapter four kicked my nuts in a couple of times. I have not passed that boss fight. 
I'm gonna go grind on some optional shit and come back. <laughs> One thing I noticed while playing Octopass, the the experience does not scale how it should. Like I can go to an earlier zone uh-huh. and get almost as much experience no. as something that's like way higher level than dude. Me. That doesn't like. Oh, why would you do that? Yeah, it's dude. just frustrating because it's like, no, I want to be doing the hard thing, get a lot of experience, not. Dude, no, you should just go grind an easy yeah. thing. Like that's not fun. Yeah, is that's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. Th- are they? Do they scale up to your strength? No, like like not I noticed really. that same thing. But when I noticed it, like this is such a bizarre perspective thing. I went, oh, all the piddly little shit I still have to fight because it's a JRPG and that's how they're made. Uh, gives me decent enough experience to not be annoying. Cool. Yeah, and my my thing was like, the most recent area, the piddly little stuff that isn't that hard to kill should give you significantly more experience than going back to something that's like three levels below you, mm-hmm. and getting about the same. Yeah. So, so you're gonna be playing Octopath too until like game of the year, aren't you? Are you asking me or Eric Grow? Yes. <laughs> I mean, depending on how release schedules work. <laughs> and how much I can put into it. I I, I read the reviews. Because like there are things coming out I re- tomorrow. Right? Yeah. I read the fucking tweet that was just snippets of reviews. It was like, I played 60 hours of Tears of the Kingdom in two weeks, and I'm nowhere near done. And then someone else is like, I played 80 hours in two weeks, and there's still so much to do. And I'm like, oh. It, it's going to be like Breath of the Wild, and then they... You will beat the game, and there will be about 60% of the game you haven't even touched. <laughs> you know, Bob. What's up? I haven't brought this up until now, and I thought I would save this until the very last moment to reveal. Okay. You know the reason I didn't play Breath of the Wild was because I was busy with Gigaboots and a job. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now Gigaboots is the only thing I do. Look forward to the week straight of, Dad, what are you doing? The Tears of the Kingdom won't let me free. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm going in the chamber, too. <laughs> not much to be said about that other than this happening. Yeah, that's fucking Maybe tragic. Maybe by the time I'm done, Star Wars uh, Jedi something 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 will be done you know the the, the guy no. the guy i refer to as one of the two this is this title doesn't make sense anymore it made sense way back you know when i was working there at Publix. Uh-huh. but one of the two dudes i referred to as the xbox guys yeah ran into him he's like you playing that star wars and i'm like i kind of have a lot of other things i'm playing I'll, I'll give star wars a month to check it out he's like you beat the last one though right i'm like yeah it was amazing and i'm sure this game's great too He's like, runs fine on my machine. I'm like, have a good one. <laughs> but yeah, I I am so excited to play that Star Wars game. And I have no doubt that it's really good, which is why I'm going to give it a month. Or more. Or more, yeah. To iron out these problems, because why the hell not, right? Yeah, maybe they can at least fix you clipping through random walls. Yeah. Maybe. These are things that should be easy to fix. <laughs> yeah. Uh, within the span of like a month or two after launch. Maybe they can figure out how to turn off ray tracing and then the game can run right. Oh, that would be fucking That'd be pretty dope. great. All you have to do to get radicalized on uh, ray tracing deserves to go to hell is watch the Digital Foundry video where they show it on and it off and listen to be like, look at how much more realized into the physical world it is. And I'm like, I can barely notice and I'm me. 
Yeah. I, I just... I just wish I could be in the room with a normal person watching this video as they go. It's the same damn image. <laughs> I, it's like it looks a little more red, I guess. Is well, this... The one I always think of, it's like you're supposed to notice that the darker area has a tint green because of the bounce lighting from a nearby green tarp or something. Oh, my God. Please make my game run at 40 frames per second. <laughs> I'm so excited for Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I feel like the Sony oh, games yeah, I really read that do. Thing. That, oh, you read the comic? Yeah, the comic. The... I read the comic too. I heard Chris read the comic. Agro, did you read the comic? Uh, no, I I only read superior Japanese comics. <laughs> I mean, that's objectively true. <laughs> I did sign up for Viz Manga. <laughs> I mean, I also signed up for Viz Manga. <laughs> oh shit! Do they have an app? <laughs> they, they just released it like yesterday or two days ago. Yeah, they got it. Oh yeah. What is it? What's the deal with that? Um, it's got this basically, episode of Big Think Dimension. <laughs> it's basically got all the Shonen Sunday stuff. So like case closed, everything Rumika Takahashi has ever published. Oh, is Dope. that the thing? Yeah, you were watching. Okay, it was the funniest shit in the world. He's watching the ad for this service and they're like, we have everything you know Rumiko Takahashi for, such as Inuyasha. What was it? It was Inuyasha. Ranma one half. Ranma one half. And they space this out so that way there's room for two more at the bottom. And instead of doing they, they just go, Yashihime. And I'm like, what the fuck? It's not all of her work. What are you doing? She didn't even draw that one. What, are you, what is this? I'm, I'm really glad me. that I'm really glad that Viz has their shit together because all these other sites popping up to try and sell official scan like day and date scans to the west are fucking morons yeah uh i'm gonna shit talk comic-y again i did that on twitter already <laughs> yeah feel comic free comic-y is one of these apps and they do a lot of stuff i really fucking like they like they do king and asura and king and omega the mangas <sighs> of those mm. uh and they do the new thing by those people called by a, the same author not the same artist as king but the same author called star strike it rich which is like it's our underground MMA manga, but it's all about insane women. <laughs> Who would read that? <laughs> but that specifically, they're like, well, unlike our other series, this one's going to be locked to premium for a week before you can get it. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to buy keys to unlock individual chapters of a series. I'm not taking place in here, as Dan called it, the fucking Riddler economy. <laughs> Give me a subscription. And yes, a lot of people chimed in like, well, that's how all they all are in Japan. It's a different market. Get your shit together. Right. Yeah. You yeah. can't like if you, you can't just pretend a, if you opened a restaurant here or any other service and just acted exactly as you would in Japan, you can't sit there and be like, why did it work? Well, because it's a different you, you fucking culture. Like, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Viz, Viz goes, <laughs> okay, you gave us our monthly fee. Here's the fucking manga. Every other series is, if manga you wish to see, you must solve my <laughs> riddles three. <laughs> yeah, if I'm not mistaken, it has the it has the distinct energy of a mobile phone game. <laughs> this There's darn one thing that has, stop. <laughs> There's one of them that has fucking dailies and multiple different currencies yeah. and fucking banners. Yeah. And I'm like, just let me pay money. I'm willing to pay money. I can I I I hate this 
fucking element of gambling that has to be in everything. I give you money, I get thing. I don't I don't want to have to make multiple purchases to get for fucking packs of keys. I don't want to have to do math on what is the most fucking efficient valuation of these keys. And I don't want to have to click six times to unlock the next chapter of a series because I have to spend a fucking key to do it. Stu, what are you doing? I'm trying to read manga and I've lost control of my life. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm willing to pay you, Kamaki, up to $7 a month. That's more than you're gonna get, you're gonna get from most of these people. What, what is the deal with uh, this manga, though? Like, it's what's... $2 a month, you got everything. Yeah, it, it, it's $2 a month. The, the, it's the, yeah, it's it's the alternate to the Shonen. The Shonen Jump one is also $2 a month. They run both. I thought it was $3 for the Shonen Jump one. What the fuck? Maybe I'm misremembering. What but yeah, it's, it's about the same. It's, what the it's fuck? very it's low about... price and you just get everything. Guys, yeah, uh, I, it's assume, amazing. I here's, assume here's it the does, it here's the recap. one limitation. Yeah. You can only, only, quotation marks only, read 100 chapters a day. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> this is... Uh, yeah. Oh, man. Um... Here's the recap. Grew up poor, loved manga, couldn't afford it. <laughs> yeah, and I also just don't like buying physical manga because it's just too big. It takes too much space. I mean, I like it, but... I like reading I, the physical I did, ones, too, yeah. I don't... I, but yeah, Obviously, I, I my collection can't. never got as large as yours or anyone else's because mm -hmm. I didn't have the money for it. Yeah. I could only afford the best of the best, which is why I own all of Chobits. <laughs> <laughs> and Hack Dusk is that the name of the manga oh version? God, <laughs> like two manga, the owning the ownership of which not a red flag. <laughs> Only owning those two. <laughs> I own other things. I own other things. It's just gonna take me a moment to. Are, are we gonna are we gonna count Dramacon as manga? <laughs> oh, doesn't uh, really there's, count. There's other. No, I'm starting to worry. <laughs> I'm starting to worry. Maybe I'm not. Seven C's, man. It's all good. <laughs> only, only, only real ones read seven C's. Oh. But yeah, um, that sounds like a bitching deal. Yeah. Maybe I should look into that. I'm not I'm sure. I'm literally subscribing as we speak. <laughs> Damn, this episode is brought to you by this manga. Um, yeah, I didn't crack on the show and jump one for years, and it's like. You just get all of Oliver Muki Takahashi's work. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Your money. My money. It's pairing me with my manga. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. I need. Did, have you have you gotten the uh, Sakurai setup? No, no, I have not done anything that great. But this thing is really nice for. Yeah, as it turns out, it. iPads. Yeah. Pretty great way to look at things that are page shaped. Yeah, I can even just do the two pages on it, and it looks nice. Which yeah. is crazy. I mean, you have a really nice iPad. Yeah, I no, can't this remember. Is, this exactly is like the highest was. end one, the a Pro 11 inch, and it's like from 2021 20, or 20. Yeah, 2021 is right because yeah, it's, it's got an M1, right? Yeah, it's got the M1. So, so here's a good question: uh, Like the Sakurai setup, can you get like a mouse? To I bet I can because like it works with Bluetooth keyboard and stuff just fine. Hot damn! Hot damn! You're gonna, you're gonna ruin your life and get bed sores. Because Sakurai does it while going to sleep, but I imagine every other person who got interested in this will ruin their life. Maybe that's because you know, 
uh, I'm dating. Uh, 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 what what is the funny, quirky Japanese way saying of shutting? Uh, Hikikomori. Uh, Hikikomori. Yes, a neat. Uh, maybe it's just because of that. Where I'm like, if she had this setup, she would literally not leave bed for a day straight. <laughs> Sakura, you killed my wife. <laughs> <laughs> could this could this marriage be better solved with a gun? Well, my wife would still be alive, and I would be in prison. <laughs> <laughs> anyway what the fuck were we talking no about before idea. this became an ad for viz manga uh let's see the riddler economy viz manga i don't know agro's done talking about octopath chris what have you been playing <laughs> how the fuck did we get uh, here spider-man comic yeah spider-man <laughs> Spider Spider comic okay <laughs> oh thank god chat remember oh we literally could have just gone <laughs> yeah, without it, 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 it's funny that they called that a prequel comic to Spider-Man 2, which I guess is true in the sense of it takes place before. Right. Right. It's it's not so much in, true in the sense that it matters, except for the fact where they went, uh, yeah, we're not doing this one specific thing we did in Miles Morales in this game. And I'm like, good. <laughs> yeah, I feel like they literally set up a device you will probably use in the game. And then they also set up the notion that the Tinkerer stuff is being jacked by dudes and used. Right. There are a few little threads that will probably be in the main game, but aren't like super important. But that's the thing. Lied. Based on what people have told me about prior Spider-Man game tie-in comics, it's going to be one throw away line at the end of a mission. And it'll just be like, by the way, that guy's fine. <laughs> Yeah, the the biggest thing is probably going to be one. I feel like the Peter and MJ and thing in this was like, don't worry, it's not going to be like the first game where she's like, Peter, why don't you respect my autonomy as a person? Why do you always think you have to go save me? I'm going to go get in a situation where you have to do that. Yeah, and it, would, it sure makes sense if they just made her really competent. <laughs> so, so they did that, and then I feel I like I, it was just like. Uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're just gonna go back to to Jameson running the fucking paper. <laughs> yes, yeah. Which yeah, I I'm glad there's a change too. And uh, Miles Morales is fine, but I really thought it was was really hacky how they tried to make Jameson into Alex Jones. I thought because I fucking funny. love Jameson. Oh, it's 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 I I mean I love Jameson, and it's just so hacky. It's like this guy's abrasive. We got to make him whatever right wing guy is is like in vogue at the time. Well, that's that's the sort of thing you do where you sometimes you create a character and you need to parallel the modern version of that because the version of that that would have been popular back then. He would have ended up as Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> yeah, I liked what the, what they did with him in the first Spider-Man game, but I don't I don't remember too well the, the bits they went on in in Miles Morales. Maybe it did get worse. It was it was so close to just making him outright like an alt-right guy. I don't want to look at it chat was, and read where was Jameson on January. Yeah, it, it, was, it was like to that level because they paralleled him with the epic Zoomer liberal podcaster. Yeah, yeah. And it was too much. I am... Uh, like, like, even the modern comics are like, yeah, yeah, Jameson gave teenage Peter Parker a job because he knew that his uncle had just been shot. And it's like, it feels like it stripped the humanity away from Jameson by just making him into Alex Jones. Mm, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely what they did. Um, 
But yeah, I, I, I'm glad they're not doing the same thing again, but I did enjoy it before, but I didn't exactly enjoy the uh, great debates he got into <laughs> in that game. It was kind of a little cringe, but it's supposed to be, so I don't know. At the end of the day, this comic has just let me know that that's the way they've changed things. Right. And so that's neat. There, wa there was one thing in it that scared me. Hmm which is that there was an editor's note in the corner of a panel that referenced fucking Spider-Geddon, which is one of the big multiverse crossover Spider-Man events, because they were like, this happened in Spider-Geddon Zero, and I'm like, please, please don't let that touch the games. Please keep it away. <laughs> yeah. I don't want that insane thing that I am almost certain was fake to not be fake, and this, there's actually multiverse shit in this game. Uh, God, yeah, John, if John Linneman gets... This game being a multiverse game, right? We're gonna have that Pokemon Pokemon go to the movies. Because <laughs> I I don't need that. I don't need more multiverse fiction, and yet no. it's still incredibly possible. We don't know until the game's at our hands. Just inject Mary Jane with the spider powers to, to do something, so you don't have to bring in multiverse people to get a, you, a female Spider-Man. Dude, do you anything. already have two Spider-Men. We're good. Make a fucking game. No. We don't need more. No, we need more. If I'm just saying, if you need to do something, do not do multiverse, please. Yeah, just, just, just anything. Like it's hacky and like and, and and gives me trauma because of the fucking clone saga to even say the term clone, but just be like, just make game Spider Gwen a clone. That I would that'd be better than a multiverses thing. We have so many interesting loose threads left by the first game that weren't really touched on in Miles Morales. Oh yeah, they left everything up in the air from the first and game. It's about so like cool. <laughs> and so if this is a multiverse, I'll jump off a bridge. So. When it comes out and it's a multiverse. <laughs> I better get out of a state with a baker's hat. <laughs> anyway. Hey, did you play video games, Chris? I have to issue an apology to the Borderlands franchise. Yeah! <laughs> While your writing is insipid and stupid and Randy Pitchford should be fed to wild dogs. All true. <laughs> if for no other reason than that profit sharing shit he pulled. Mm -hmm. Borderlands 3 is a really great game mechanically and in terms of shooting and it runs at like 120 frames a second on PS5, which feels insane. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it sure is a lot more impressive and well put together as a game than many, many, many things we've covered doing these podcasts. <laughs> uh, uh, yes, just fucking make it bigger. Just <laughs> twist the knife. Uh, I also apologize to Dan and Bob because I'm now on Agro's side. So when Borderlands 4 comes out, guess where we're going to be? <laughs> <laughs> I know seeing you tweet about maybe go download it. Yeah, because no, like we, I bought it really close to the PS5 launch, and I was like, "Oh, this this runs good now, right?" Because I enjoyed Borderlands One. Yeah, and yeah. I, I enjoyed like, like, some cool stuff. And then before the sequel it was terrible. It, it it's just funny, but like, what is this? It's it's just funny to pick up a gun, reload uh -huh. it, and go, 
Oh, I throw the entire gun away and it becomes a spider turret that helps me, but it costs the entire unspent magazine. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, there's weird quirky <laughs> stuff in that. I got a gun. This gun fucking tears ass. It is unbelievable. I actually have three guns like that at the moment. But this gun, it eats... It, shreds enemies instantly and when they die they release eight projectiles out of them in a ring and those projectiles do so much fucking damage they do 12 times the finishing hits damage what? <laughs> it, uh, th that gun has killed me more than any <laughs> enemy in the game because I get, I touch one of those projectiles and it drops me from full shields full health down to, to, onto my knees instantly <sighs> Uh, I also I also have the pop pistol that shoots three rockets for each bullet. Yes, that's always that good. That, that tears ass, and I have the shot the shotgun that shoots chain lightning and eviscerates everything I shoot it at. I have to ask about uh, the newer Borderlands. Still four player, right? Yeah. Man, you know it, what we have to do. It really feels. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> it it just feels like. They know, like, they get what Diablo is more than Diablo I does I didn't want to fucking say yeah. it. I'm tired of talking about Diablo uh, fucking 4. That's 100% they do. Fuck. Are you ready for the big server slam weekend event on the day that Zelda launches because they're idiots? Are you, are you saying in an alternate universe Zelda has an online component that would just crash it? No, I'm saying that they're doing that tomorrow. They're launching their big... They're trying to mash this... They're calling it the server smash for Diablo 4 to test the servers. On the launch, on the launch of Tears of the Zelda. Kingdom. Yeah. Wow. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, the game's really, really well polished and runs really well and plays really well and has lots of guns that do fun things. And instead of having like five enemy types like Redfall, it has like 30. Yeah. <laughs> Redfall, not not a good point of comparison for any shipped game. Uh, it's funny how the, so uh, the game has, the game has made me laugh one time unintentionally, which is uh, Lilith, who I guess is a character from Borderlands 2. And uh, one, right? Well, yeah, Lilith, I believe is the first Siren. Yeah. Yeah, she was okay, the siren so the, in one. Okay. Yeah. But there's like a live action version of her that pops up in the center of the screen to talk to you sometimes. Uh -huh. they, they've been doing that since the first one, yeah. Yep. And all I can think of is when I whenever it happens is I think of that South Park episode where the shop teacher keeps thinking of his dead wife. <laughs> like <laughs> Because it just pops up in the middle of the screen, kind of has like a dream effect running. It's like, Richard, Richard. It does look exactly like that. <laughs> Jesus. This, this game has been painful on the level of, I now know what every not funny comedy game I've ever played is trying to be. Agar, you beat Borderlands 3, correct? Yes. I did all the shit with the uh, Katagawa company, like that whole plot line. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this is just Saints Row the Saints Row. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like the like it's down to like the and, and by the way, this came out Saints Row the Saints Row came out three years after Borderlands 3, so it could be directly inspiring and not just tonally. Mm -hmm. 
but it's so similar where it's like, characters are really consumerist as a joke, which actually makes more sense in Borderlands because it's a cyberpunk dystopia. It's like, it's like space capitalism where you have all these megacorps. Right. But it has that element. It has the corporate terminology for this war. It has all that shit. And I'm like, oh God, this is literally just what they were ripping off. Come on. <laughs> Except it, 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 I can't believe that like Borderlands does it better. It does it better. <laughs> it's still not good, but Borderlands 3 has so far outside of the fucking opening mission where Claptrap won't shut the fuck up. That's just um, a staple at this point. Outside of that, the game is largely just completely neutral to me on the writing front. I'm like, yeah, this isn't funny, but this is like any mid-tier adult swim show that isn't funny. Oh, we have some 12-ounce mouse energy. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to figure <laughs> out the middle no, tier on adults. above that line. <laughs> okay. It's like uh, squid billies. A lot of it is just kind of, what? But, you know, there like you when go. it works, yeah. Yeah, it's like, okay, I get, I get it. I get it. She, she, the, the lady wants me to go get her coffee, and she's really into the coffee. I, under, I get it. Uh, thank you. Uh, would you would you say it is more or less funny than High on Life? More. Not a high bar, but They're, all right. They are they are very fucking similar. But the difference in Borderlands Three is that nobody's obviously ad libbing terrible dialogue. That helps. Yeah. God. Yeah. The worst thing that happened to comedy. <laughs> um, when you boot this game the first time, a giant full screen ad for New Tales of the Borderlands shows up, and apparently this also happens on in Borderlands Two now. Yeah, yeah, and sure does. Come yep, on, they they updated those well after launch to do that, which is embarrassing, but makes sense because nobody I've seen, met in my entire life, even huge Borderlands fans, like New Tales from the Borderlands. They all love the Telltale one, the first Tales from the Borderlands, and apparently characters from that are in Borderlands Three. I don't fucking know who they are. Um. <laughs> yeah, they recast him or something. People were upset. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it's the guy that was. The, it's the guy that's that Ray Ch Chase plays because originally it was Troy Baker. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Ray, and Randy Pitch was like, "We refuse to work with the union, so it can't be Troy Baker again." <laughs> I can't believe work Randy with the unions be unwilling to work with the union. Or, or, <laughs> he, he's like, "Do you know why I found put Gearbox in Texas?" <laughs> You love you love the 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 environment, uh, culture. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I'll continue to slander Borderlands writing, except still less because again, not not that unfunny. Like it's not funny, but it didn't hurt me at any point, except when Claptrap won't shut up. So you haven't played two, right? No, I'm very excited. Go back and play two. Do it. I will. I will. I own it on PC. Good. Oh my God. Good, I need to know. I, 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 it'll be funny if I come and be like, yeah, Randy, uh, not Randy, uh, Anthony Birch's writing is worse. Probably is. I mean, I'm a hater, so whatever I say, whatever, but I never thought, hey, Ash, what you playing was funny. <laughs> People are like, what the say, fuck is um, that, Dan? And I'm like, you, I shut will, up. <laughs> I will say, why do vehicles in this game feel worse than Halo 1? Because it's funny as shit. They feel like the Duke Nukem Forever vehicles. <laughs> they do. <laughs> like, I... I shouldn't be driving by holding forward on the left stick and turning with the camera. Yeah, like it... It. Oh, I sat down one day with Borderlands 1 and decided, you know what? I'm going to learn to drive this fucking car. 
It's a skill set that has served me well. Yes. But it was kind of like getting used to playing Sonic when I was a kid. And after that, I couldn't play any other platformers. Oh, no. <laughs> when you get really used to driving Borderlands vehicles, you play anything else and you suck. <laughs> That's tragic. When we eventually go back to do our giant online multiplayer with our fandom for Warhawk <sighs> using the new private servers, you're going to be terrible at it. Wait, does your PS3 still work? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. but yeah if, if not for the terrible vehicles i would almost be willing to give borderlands 3 the title of immaculate super game because Whoa. of how how good its next gen features are yeah i was gonna say you surely should have tried that on the ps4 <laughs> yeah that was kind of rough <laughs> man this gen sure it is great things run well and load fast it sure is that's good enough to be happy about what's going on, and we sure don't need features strapped on that make games run worse or anything else. Right, guys? I also, that's right, I also really Yep, we no fucking ray tracing, get out. Uh, <laughs> I really appreciate <laughs> I really appreciate like the the four hundred puzzles they put in this game in an arcade machine on your in your hub. Huh. They just they just made like this weird puzzle game where you have where you match blocks to rows using like spacers and they made like 300 levels and for and for uh for for doing well you get points that you can spend on buffs and the most important buff is increase your loot quality for an hour and then you kill a boss and a bunch of oranges drop out of him <laughs> but yeah i I don't know if I'll, it seems to be pretty fucking long. I think I'm like a 40% through wow. after playing for like 20 hours. Yeah, that sounds right. So I'll probably go back to it whenever the part of my brain that says play Diablo kicks in and I need to get loot and shoot guys. <laughs> but they have a new Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> what character are you playing? Uh, I am playing as Mose. She's the one that summons the, the, oh, big the giant robot. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. Which is funny because I haven't been doing that since I got the gun that tears ass because it kills guys faster than her armor. <laughs> it is it has become it has become the uh, oh yeah by the way on the subject of this kicking the shit out of Redfall. <laughs> yeah, all, of, obviously. All, all of all of Redfall's level up shit is real boring, but in Borderlands Three it's shit like uh yeah you're gonna you deal more damage now if you fire while you're running. Hmm. And I'm like that's how I like to play these games, so I guess I'll take all five levels of that and put on a class mod that gives me four additional levels of it on top of that. Because why would I ever stand still and crash behind cover? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, the, the <laughs> skill trees in that game are really smart, especially when you mix them with the class mods of, like, yeah, I just put points in shit that I already do, and I get better at it. I mean, again, the way I play Halo is I advance while firing, and if I'm close enough, I hit the melee button. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm gonna keep great doing on normal, this. Not so much on heroic. And if you get shot to death, then that's your fault. <laughs> uh, I also played Uncharted Three. I did a death stream of Uncharted Three. Did the whole game in one shot. I, I heard for years, some variants of variants of they made the set pieces first and then interconnected them. So, and you can tell mm -hmm. I didn't, I didn't think that meant 
there's a two hour chunk where Drake teleports to another <laughs> yeah. dimension. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he ends up at the home for infinite losers. I didn't think there was the where Drake is knocked unconscious, wakes up in a ship graveyard. Yo. Yeah. Gets on a cruise ship, gets swept out to sea in a tsunami, and wakes up right where he was. Yeah, Whoa. it's insane. I need to play this game again. It's I don't remember so it being fucking that jarring. It That's really insane. is. Yeah, I fucking like, lost mm -hmm. it. That's why when that came up on Big Thing, I was like, no fucking shit. <laughs> like, no fucking shit. They wrote the story after they wrote the set pieces. Mm -hmm. That writer was sweating blood <laughs> trying to make this shit line up. Uh... uh <sighs> Talbot's so bad. <laughs> he, he Did you find his mystery? <laughs> he just has magic power. Did you find his lamp? <laughs> like, I, I can hand, like, the, the thing isn't just that he has magic powers, it's that every single magic power he displays uh -huh. would be explained by one line of dialogue they didn't do. Right, they're not interested. <laughs> It's like, well, you got shot right in the chest. How are you fine? Well, not even a line about being a bulletproof vest. Everybody's just mystified. The game treats it like it's a mystery. It's almost like everyone in the game goes, what? What the fuck? And then every time Talvin just goes, <laughs> like, he's not going to explain it. It's, it's so surreal to play a video game, which should be immune to this sort of thing. Feel yes. like you're watching three seasons of a show where the first where the first season was written oh, by J.J. Abrams and neither of the other two were. Ooh. So J.J. Abrams set up this shit that had to be explained and had no idea what it was, and then other people have to come in and explain it. That's how Uncharted 3 feels, which is insane. Yeah, I have to ask you, did you expect when you finally played Uncharted 3 that every meme about the game would actually be 110% accurate? <laughs> No, I didn't expect that. <laughs> you I expect didn't... people are embellishing a bit, even slightly, but instead it's like you're literally standing on top of a thing and he appears around a corner where there's no way to that corner. How did he get there? <laughs> and then he disappears. He goes right yeah, he back and he's gone. He, he does shit where he like runs around a corner. Drake is chasing him and turns it and there's fucking nothing there. There's a dead wall and it's like, where'd he go? Yeah. That's the game. It's just like, what the <laughs> fuck is Talbot's deal? Uh, the way the way they write uh, Cutter, the character that had to be written out because he got a job on The Hobbit, the actor. Oh, is that? Oh, that's what's up? It, that's apparently what happened is the actor got work on The Hobbit while they were doing that game, so they had to write him out. Oh, it's, really funny what, it's really funny what they write, where the villain just sets fire to the thing he's on, and he has to jump off and break his leg. And yes. then he's just written out of the story. I thought that was so weird because it felt like he went to that area to get Cutter. Yeah. And then he breaks his leg and you get nothing. Yeah, it's so weird. It's such a weird moment because it's like six armed people walk up to him and then there's... What, what is her actual name? What is Hillary Clinton's actual name? Marlo, I think. Yes, Marlo. She walks up and she's just like, oh, Cutter, blah, blah, blah. You betrayed me. <laughs> we have you now. And then they just have canisters of gasoline to put all over this fucking rock area and light it on fire. Cutter's like, oh, fuck. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Christ. And then just jumps and breaks his leg immediately. And I'm like, this is so much funnier than it should be. <laughs> There's what? 
the mind control drug is really stupid. That's one good especially, scene, though. <laughs> especially considering that it it functions identically to the hallucination water at the end, but they are not related. Oh, no? Nothing in the game says they are. <laughs> I just assumed they were. <laughs> they have to be. There's not a single line. There's nothing implying they're the same. Uh, okay. All right. All right. What, I, I hate the cinema sins a game because Uncharted Three asks for it though. It does. Well, what the fuck do you mean, Drake? You jump in the fucking the trip balls water to get Sully, and you're like, man, I hope neither of us swallowed this. Do you not understand that you, your fucking <laughs> eyes and your nostrils and your skin, all these fucking membranes that can absorb <laughs> fucking water? And it's like, wow, good thing not neither of us opened our mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that's it uh, i finally connected the dots uncharted 3 story is the only game outside of sucker punch i feel that made me feel exactly like i did playing infamous one and two where i'm just like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> what <laughs> yeah uh it's very funny that the game's subtitle is drake's deception a thing that happens in the first 20 minutes of the game and there is no further deceptions yeah they didn't know what to name that one okay <laughs> yeah it's so Obviously. clear. <laughs> Drake's arc is really fucking not there, but they sure pretend it is. Did you play four? Yeah. Okay. They All just right. do it again in four, except it yeah. actually makes sense. But, in four. but they earn it, and there's <laughs> right. like good nuance to it. There are layers, and it's, I'm like, man, it's really fucked up that th you know you you get the two guys from the last of us they come back they're like hey how's uncharted 4 going and fucking amy Hedding's like here's my script and they're like huh we're just gonna do three correctly this time because we saw you fuck that up while we were gone <laughs> and it's like fucking weird right yeah that's weird that is so as that is outrageous enough to be like that fake mark cerny uh comic if you recall where was mark cerny kicks down ken Karagi's door oh my god that he's like you need to you're gonna let me keep my office right he's like no ken get the fuck out of my office <laughs> uh yeah what the fuck i don't know if any hitting is actually good i have no idea we don't have a point of reference even yeah, we, she's working on another Star Wars thing right now. Maybe she'll be allowed to finish that without them ripping every single thing out of it. Yeah, right? isn't she also involved with the Jade Raymond thing? I think I, this is separate. Okay. I um, think. Yeah, and, and then it's like, you try to look at the rest of her history, and it's like, well, they ruined the game she was making with Soul Reaver to make it a part of, you know, Legacy, the Legacy of Kane universe. Um, and that's me talking from her perspective, not my own personal uh, bias for the for the record, because she was writing a thing about fallen angels and all this other stuff. And they're like, they're vampires now because you're a part of this universe. And she's like, fuck, which I would I be, do. too, if I met Silicon Knights. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's so unbelievably funny that's, that she got it, <laughs> that she went to Jack and is like, Jack is now a fallen angel. 
some writers sure only have some writers really are built like fighting game characters and they only have so many moves (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty cool though i liked it a lot also also a time loop in jack there's also like a time yeah it sure fucking is we were laughing our asses off at that part of jack 3 we're like wait a minute that's you're gonna tell me there's some sort of pillars There might have been pillars in Jack 3. I don't know. I didn't pay close enough attention. We're, 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 we're going to like scrape the paint off the credits of Blaze Blue and see like Amy Hennig. <laughs> That'd be great. But yeah, I feel like there aren't enough instances of Amy Hennig being able to craft a thing from the beginning mm-hmm. and just do her own thing. I think the closest we've ever had is Uncharted. And you can tell because of Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4, a lot of that energy was definitely Bruce Straley and Druckmann. Because they were co-directors on on two, and right. then they were co-directors without Hannig on four. Yeah, I can't. I can't blame like writing wise. Three is has nothing almost. Like it ha- doesn't really have character moments. It does like it has a couple between Drake and Sully, and then it has the weird thing of like Drake, you're you're in too deep. You're gonna get everybody killed on this. What are you out to prove, Drake? And I'm like, he's not. <laughs> like this doesn't seem any different from the shit in one and two except now he's up against fucking hillary clinton yeah hillary clinton who is who they go in to think tomb raider stole everything specifically from uncharted 3 i i don't <laughs> doubt it because <laughs> uncharted 3 has tomb raider one levels of the shit is falling out from under you yes we call that it escalation al- un- Uncharted 3 also has the, the secret organization from beyond time because they say that Marlowe, her organization, they were the Masons, they were the all oh, they right. were every evil of organization. Course. That's what yeah, God. yeah that's, that's what so you do. Hackish. That's what Jumper was great. <laughs> and and, and that, that's why all the guys you fight in Uncharted 3 outside the pirates are like fucking Agent Smith and have like sunglasses and suits. Yeah. 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 Uh, personally, I think it, Talbot would have been much cooler if you had a fist fight with him uh, in a subway. <laughs> yeah. Drake doing the throat jab a thousand times, but it's to Talbot. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure if you were saying subway, the restaurant or a subway. <laughs> so I was like, is uh, this a reference to the movie? Right. The Atari movie or yeah, the Matrix movie? Right? Which one is it? <laughs> And then you get the insane part at the end where Drake destroys an entire ancient city the size of, like, Atlantis with three bullets. Well, look, he hit that really important chain. (laughs) Now it's no longer buoyant. And I think Sully even yells, how'd you do that with three bullets? (laughs) Then he shrugs, and then Talbot shrugs and turns into a puff of gas. (laughs) Uncharted 3 has a lot of cool set pieces, though. Like, a lot. More than two, I think. Yeah. Like, two has the train, and that's very cool. It has, um... It has some of the glacier stuff. It has, like, the... You're fighting the tank as it runs through the village. But three has... You're fighting across ships in a big storm. Like, you're jumping from ship to ship. Mm -hmm. It has the cruise liner that turns sideways as you're on it. That was their E3 showcase. It was very cool. So it was really um, funny to find out how weirdly integrated it was into that fucking story. <laughs> the 
first the first drugs thing is the first time Drake gets drugged is really cool because it's like a really cool technical effect. It's all melting as you're running through these cities. Mm-hmm. Um, where you're on horseback with the uh, the Bedouins and chasing the convoy and and doing like the um last crusade shit mm-hmm. is also very very cool. Which then they did better in Uncharted Four. They did like the exact same set piece. And cruelty knows no bounds. <laughs> yeah. And Uncharted 3 has the plane, which is also very cool. It is. Unless you remake it in a movie. And then it's no longer cool. Oh. Uh, I, li- I liked that. I liked Uncharted 3 quite a lot on a gameplay level because I understood when to turn to easy. <laughs> After last week with the I play Tomb Raider with the gun that kills time. <laughs> and then this week with and I figured out how to turn to easy. I'm like, is these the same game anymore? Like, what did you play Uncharted One on? One moment. I played. I played one and two entirely on normal. <sighs> Never mind. You earned it just by playing through one on normal. One's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you have three. three just. Ha- I-, I got to the point of the, uh, in the ship graveyard where it's like, oh man, I I don't want to deal with all these fucking rocket guys and turrets and snipers. And yeah. I'm just gonna go to easy. Yeah. I'd, I'd sure like Uncharted a lot more gameplay-wise if you just had twice as much health. Like, it just feels like Drake dies so fucking fast. He does fu- die really fast, which is why, like, my my iconic remembering playing Uncharted experience, and this may be because of me playing Uncharted 3, is just hearing the death sound over and over. <laughs> yeah, Unch- I feel like Uncharted 4 hits that balance a lot better because I don't remember being annoyed with it in Uncharted 4. Yeah. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Uncharted 4 feels like when they perfected the action hero simulator gameplay. Yeah, I have to wonder if they were afraid to make them make them too bullet spongy. Like, did that would lose the realism and start edging more towards years of war? But like I mean, from, just... from the starting point they had, impossible to make him too bullet spongy. Like, I remember in three at a certain point in a couple of fights going, okay. There's only one order to shoot at these enemies that will allow me to survive, and I have to find it. Oh, yeah. Great yeah, that, game that, design. That, uh-huh. That's how that's how some of this shit in Uncharted Three is. Uncharted Three also, you can tell they were running out of ideas because they introduced brutes. They introduced big guys that are eight feet tall that are immune to gunfire. Oh, mm-hmm. you have to melee them. Huh? Yeah. And they don't have armor. I, I remember the first time I tried to shoot one, I just shotgunned him twice in the chest. I'm like, oh, he walked through and punched me. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, was, it was fucking upsetting when that happened to me because the same exact thing happened. Yeah, fair. Shotgun point blank didn't care. So yeah, you got you to knock him onto his knees so Drake can like do the dimpsy roll on him and back and forth punch him for like 15 <laughs> seconds and then he'll go down. <laughs> Did I play anything else? I, I played more Rise of Three, but that I didn't get. You know, I didn't beat it, and I and so there's nothing additional to say. Oh, okay. So uh, that's all I played. Oh fuck, my lord! Ah! Ah! <laughs> oh, fuck. Pablo is so soothing. <laughs> yes, that's right. The Podlords. Podlords such as how are we doing over here? Is the full gameplay showing me that? Yeah, 
potlords such as E. Lee Broyles, BN12, Have a Daisy Mug Face. Oh, Aww. nice. Is this close enough for saved you? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. Doesn't think it's what quite what he wants. <laughs> I appreciate this though. Red Blaze 27. Suzu Shiro. Shibiagato. She is vicious and a killer, though a youth of 24 months. <laughs> <laughs> the blep is incredible. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered WTF Spider-Man Mr. I Like Spam The Redfall Experience DFW 3K Shiny Mew Kristen Kyle Bjork Hi, I'm sick Duo Izaku Send co-host That's... Fuck Incorrect. Um, I, I don't like looking at that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like a weird fusion of a Zaku and a Mario enemy. Bing, <laughs> bing, <God>. Zaku. <laughs> Iron Agro. Blig the blue, schlig this poo. Monster Hunter Ryzen and Raiden. The $70 game that can't lock 60 frames per second to rule them all. I mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cooper Tank. <laughs> Correct. Moon Muse Entertainment Studio. Indigo Sykes. Drive Typecast would like to recommend the Manga Boku Girl. It's cute, funny, and Loki is there. Gaijin. Evil Lucario. Live raccoon reaction. Good raccoon. That he's is very, very like he looks clean. Like it looks like he's been washed. Yeah, it's a very clean raccoon. It's very cute. <laughs> I like the 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 field of view we got on this gives the raccoon's nose a sense of depth that I actually <laughs> really like. I appreciate this. Thank you. One nine eight nine. Oh wait, that, that doesn't have an image this week. One nine eight nine one four one zero nine nine one nine five two four three nine five. You you. Somebody actually translated that last week. I can't remember if it was in the podcast, Patreon, Discord, or the comments. Oh yeah. Yeah. The Superman. We don't need Jinkaria to also be Tracy Sketch it loud and clear, guys. I don't think it came through clear enough. That, that would have been a really different bounce art because it'd be like, Tracy, what's our plan? I'm going to use my wind powers to look at girls undressing without their consent. <laughs> Everyone leaves, but the 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 mommy the, the power crackhead. simp. <laughs> <laughs> the crackhead with the snakes is that the one you're thinking? No, the one with the orange hair who 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 gets killed <sighs> by uh, Soyfon. Oh right, him. <laughs> You know, if Tracy Sketchit is just standing there in that jacket, it would be like pulled on the ground around his feet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> is this not cool? Saraline. <laughs> Acquisitions, exclusive software, such meaningless things. I'll destroy them all. I think that's giving Phil too much credit nowadays. Bearded Joe. Cleochrome. 
Krungle Spum. Somehow, all the fighting games releasing this year, the Hololive one is the most based. <laughs> <laughs> there are some scrimblo ass bimblos and cassette beasts like Can Devil, the Pastel Horn Devil, Cantankerous Clouds. They're so grumpy. Hmm. This Tears of the Kingdom commercial hit way too damn close to home. I feel way too seen. Please help. I wish I could ride a bus. Oh, I, 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 I'm not going to watch that ad. <laughs> I'm not immune to Nintendo ads, so I'm not even going to watch them. Fair. Yeah. Yeah, I'm smart enough to know I'm not above that. And slightly above average. Thank you very much to our pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. Thank you, pod lords. lords. Thank you, Pod Lords! And if you'd like to become a Pod Lord, you can go to our Patreon at patreon.com slash gbpodcast. For as little as $5 a month, you get access to many benefits, such as early access to Chugging Bleach and Pokemon Go to the Movies, our two monthly anime review podcast, wherein we review five or more episodes of Bleach at a Time or a movie. And a Pokemon movie uh, every month, and both those shows will continue until the heat death of the universe. You also get extended content for shows, other shows. We do win indeed such content exists for you to be given. And a patron-exclusive show one a month where you get to vote on what good or bad thing we have to watch and then talk about. That's patreon.com slash gbpodcast. If you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to tell your friends, rate us on Thursdays, like us on your podcast app of choice and leave us a review, or just like us on YouTube if you're watching that way. Uh, right now. Do it right now if you're watching on YouTube. Right now. Please, when you're listening. Does. And if you're listening on a podcast app right now, please go leave us a review on it. Thank you. Uh, Patreon.com slash GB podcast. Uh, I hear we got news. Is that right? Allegedly. There's not much, but it's okay. there. Yeah, okay, not much. Right. I actually don't know what news I'm going to start with this week. Does anyone have any preferences? Yeah, no, that's, really. that's no. how this week's going. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Nothing big. Yeah, there's, there's nothing. Let me just open the big thing channel. Oh, there's hyper-realistic Epoda from the uh, Majora's Man. All right. That's, uh... Um, oh, yeah. There's some news I didn't get to cover in time last week. Let me, let me start with that. Really piddly stuff, but really important. So, you guys may recall, uh, I was talking about... I was talking about people found out there's a USB Type-C standard that Apple literally engineered, so that way it seemed like they were trying to skirt around having general compatibility while still, to the letter of the law, obeying and making it so you could charge via USB Type-C. Yeah. The CMA is like, hey, Apple, we see you. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking killed me. I'm like, oh, shit. You telling me the people in the CMA can read? <laughs> That's a lot nothing. of companies are not counting on that. Yeah, no, they really aren't. And honestly, I'm not used to that from government bodies. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, that That is an incredible moment. Hell yeah, keep shooting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Um, anyways, let's get to the next bit of news, though. <clears throat> yeah, my throat's really rough. I need to get up and get a drink. Uh, should I start with the Bob stuff? No, let's keep it with the CMA tangent. Hey, guys. The Competition and Markets Authority of the UK restricted Activision and Microsoft from investing each other. Yeah, it's completely. This 
This is unhinged. <laughs> this is like this is because you said you would uh, hit me. <laughs> this is because you threatened us economically. You can no longer invest in each other. Fucking insane. Dude, if we said this during Game of Premonitions, everyone would have been like, you idiots, that's not going to happen. <laughs> this is fucking, like, unbelievably fucking savage. They're getting shot to death in the streets. Right. That's insane. Uh, hey, guys, I'm going to go ahead and say there's no way Activision doesn't walk away with the $7 billion or whatever. The $4 billion. <laughs> Yeah, the huge. Why would you not? At this point, it's looking so unlikely, and you can just make $4 billion. Mm -hmm. right pay us and try again in a decade <laughs> um no we want to keep this one going for the decade no no you don't no no you really don't <laughs> want to do that you really really don't want to do that um had some thoughts on that phil spencer interview since but i don't know if any of them are salient enough to express so just just a bunch of like yeah why do you why are you asking for pity you literally have been running xbox for almost a decade now you can't sit here and pretend that you didn't get any control of the situation mm -hmm. anyway we're, we're we're gonna move right past that uh let's go to bob news hey bob sure just top, top of it yeah sure let's um go. sony announces the playstation india hero project this is a lot like the the china or china hero project where they just Yes. Look for devs over there. They announced PlayStation them. Heroes India. <laughs> you get Indian Nathan Drake. All your favorite PlayStation oh characters, but no. Indian. I, are I, these I, India heroes on the move? Yes, they are, in fact. If we if, if they started making just straight up things with Bollywood style like musical numbers in them, oh, that, would that would be, be incredible. so good. <laughs> That's the best timeline. The best timeline is the India Hero Project. For people who don't know, the China Hero Project, they find smaller upcoming developers in china and now in india right in order to help green light their games we have a number of games from sony that are upcoming that are a part of the china project i cannot remember uh, the name of the one with the giant ass i mean with the cool person in the wetsuit i always think of lost soul aside which isn't that one yeah it's not that um, one they also fist already came out that was one of them in the oh, here project. i always forget that because i did not know that until it came out right um and the one you're talking about which I do not know. I don't know. Stellar Blade! Is that part of it? I thought that was Korean for some reason. No, I'm pretty sure Stellar Blade is Chinese. Okay. I think it's a part of the same project. God of War Samsara. Um, yeah. Yeah, so... We're already seeing stuff come out of it, and now they're aiming at India. Meanwhile, uh, you know, Microsoft is like, we, we would love some games. I'm pretty sure they also said, we need to do an initiative like that, too. And it's like, then why aren't you? Right. You've had so many years of seeing these initiatives Okay, work. people are saying Stellar Blade is Korean. Okay, someone misinformed me then. I apologize. Um, but yeah, no, the Lost Soul Side Fist and wasn't there a third one? There's there's several others. Like the, I, yeah. I've seen like four or so. Yeah, I know. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no. Get these people like yeah. financing. Absolutely. What do you mean these people? <laughs> <laughs> but no that shit's really dope um it reminds me it's the tail end of seventh gen the beginning of eighth what uh, anon anon anno mutation yes yes, yes. Anno mutation yeah yes um but it reminds me of the tail end of seventh gen the beginning of eighth gen where they're like what if games from south america oh yeah I forgot about we that. had a couple of those i can't remember the names of them right now 
Sorry. Huh. Rhyme might have been one of them. Um, at very least, I know oh, there is one specifically in my head that I remember the game name, but you do not want me to describe it because it will just be the darker plot material of the game, which is abuse. <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, anyways, that is uh, Naraka Blade Point Xbox exclusive. I think. I don't remember. PC and Xbox. Anyway. Anyway. That's cool. I'm glad they're doing that. I want to see what comes out of this. Right. I, I don't, I'm, I'm just thinking of like when we found out a couple weeks ago. Well, actually, it was last year. So it was a couple months ago that, that it came out. But we didn't talk about it until like a couple weeks ago. How Xbox had a chance to get Genshin as an exclusive <sighs> and just passed it over. And, th and then they became like uh, they've been running around trying to find their Genshin because of that. And I'm like, man, it'd be nice if you took any initiative that wasn't reactionary. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. In fact, if you Google that, you can see from IGN, Microsoft reportedly regretted missing out on, in quotes, making Genshin Impact an Xbox console exclusive. They reportedly passed on the chance to make Genshin an, M an Xbox console exclusive, something the company regretted after the game blew up. They have the worst tastemakers in the world over there. Yeah, they, it, it really between they this and what happened with Spider-Man, it really feels like that they, they're hard committed to this bizarre brand as the PC console. Well, not only that, they just genuinely don't know what a good like a good game looks like outside of a sequel to a game they've already made. Like, yeah, it's like how do their you... version of letting Playground differentiate, do something new, is letting them make a Fable game. <laughs> yeah. God, just how do you look at it's anime Breath of the Wild and not be like, yeah, we want it on that? How do you not see that? Yeah. Uh, I could say some things. I always try to assume the best. Mm -hmm. So I never want to go because we're racist. But yeah, I don't I don't know. Um, but they have the worst tastemakers in the entire game industry. They really do. <laughs> They really, really, really do. Um, for example, what was it? The Coalition was working on some spy game, and now that's just not happening, and they're making another Gears. Yep. Yeah, no, this sucks. This sucks. And they have whoever over there thought that Redfall was ready to launch. I don't think anyone thought. I don't. When I look at, when I see Redfall <laughs> on the market, I go, no one thought. <laughs> Fair. I don't know. Like, it, it takes a, like, I can't believe they I can't believe they're so callous as to be like, we're shipping this to die. Mm -hmm. It will die. This game was bad enough to get a four from IGN. Yeah, and it really deserves it. Yeah. Um I the thing just that stuck out to me was that they they talked about how the internal testing had so much better scores and they were surprised. And that, that really reads to me uh, the same thing that's happening in every industry. You have managers who don't know what the fuck they're doing yeah. going off of metrics they invented so they could feel more involved. Yes, mm -hmm. 100%. Um, there was a pretty good article put out there by some sort of a gaming analyst who talks about like what internal review systems are, yeah. how that works and stuff like that. And they were talking about 
if the if we are to trust if we are to take phil spencer at his word which i appreciate the phrasing on this because that really is the way we should treat this moment oh yeah that their internal reviewers said that this would be in the 70s which it's metacritic is no longer even in the 60s into the 50s as it should be right or lower yeah that's correct for it to be down there they should be fired immediately their internal reviewers should not come up with like they should never work with them again right because there's no world in which that should have been the case. <laughs> They're alleged internal reviewers, yes. Right. <laughs> um, I just, at the end of the day, like, thank God I'm never going to be in an inter interview with Phil Spencer. Is at the point where he says something like that, my first thought is, Phil, are you asking the audience, are you asking people listening to this interview and Xbox gamers everywhere to believe you are stupid enough that you looked at that game and you genuinely thought, People will play this. People will love this. This is what people want. Because you're the guy in charge. You get I, to make these decisions. See, I would end the interview instantly because I'd be like, Phil, how many times did somebody at Arcane ask for more time? How desperately did they right. beg you for more time? Right. And you feel bad for them because, of course, there's no world where this was the plan. Right. I, I really do want to find out more about the development of Redfall. Was... Was this just like way too ambitious a project for them and they spent five years making what we got? That seems impossible. Like, because it's yeah. not that big. It is not so massive. And it's completely empty. It's hollow, right? Yeah, it's hollow. Lots of buildings you just can't go in. Like, I would understand it if it's like, okay, we made this small but unbelievably dense map. Right. But uh -huh. it's not even that. Um, yeah. I, I just, I think it's absolutely insane. I've been hearing from people, well, there's no point you could push the game back to where it'd be better. And I'm like, the AI doesn't work. A video <laughs> game is you engaging with the mechanics. If the mechanics are you in a, sh in a shootout with an enemy and they don't react, then you're not playing a game anymore. <laughs> so yeah, there's a point you could push the game back to where it would work. Like, I, there's no world where this was going to be in my game of the year list, most likely. Maybe if they knocked it out of the park completely. Like, it ran at 60, had good online co-op, it delivered on the vampire stuff, it had a proper budget for the storytelling. Maybe, 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 maybe. But for fuck's sake, there are people who would have loved this game a lot if it was done, and it's not. Yeah, if this was done, it could be a really lovable step. Like, that's what it felt like from what they have. Right. Like, if it was done in the scope that they currently have, not what you would imagine from those trailers and things they put out earlier, mm -hmm. where it could be an incredible game. <laughs> yeah, I don't... It's... It's... Ups it's... Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. We talked um, about it enough. Yeah, moving on. Uh, Hollow Knight Silk Song. It's delayed. Okay? I blame Phil. Fair. <laughs> Um, I love all the I blame Phil moments I saw on Twitter and shit because it was in the Xbox showing where they're like, every game in the showing's coming out in the next 12 months. And ever since they yeah, did that, I'm like, it's not, is it? They, they just I put a noose on their neck for that. Was that, didn't they? It, it was very funny to watch some Redfall reviews and just one starts with the start at the beginning where it's like, what happened in Redfall was my fault. And it fades in Phil over that, that part of the game. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. But Silk Song is no longer coming out the first half of 2023, which 
um, I checked the date it is May 11th. No, no shit. It's pretty obvious no shit, yeah. that isn't happening. Wow, look at that. Um, Crazy. But look forward to more news. Sorry, everyone. You have to keep watching events hoping that Silk Song shows up. Um, is this... Well, this is news that hit, oh. but this is not super news that hit. Apparently, this happened four days ago. I don't, let me see if anyone covered this in their news. No, apparently Postal 4 was uh, is not coming to Xbox because Microsoft just said it didn't fit their library. Yeah, we covered that before. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, yeah. The tweets was... are from four days no, ago. No, so that was back in March. Oh, that was March yeah. 7th? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Chat. Chat gaslighting us. I know, right? All because I can't tell the difference between R and Y from across the room on a tiny monitor. Right. Wah, wah. And we got more delays, guys. God, I'm so tired of good games getting delayed, Bob. <laughs> Please don't delay another good game with your words right now. Uh, goodbye, Volcano High. Okay, we're fine. No longer <laughs> making this June 15th date. It's going to be August 29th. I know. That's... That's Everyone in, in shambles. That's a better spot for you anyways. Probably, yeah. If somebody comes for me in my sleep with a money gun and puts it to my head and says, play the fucking game. At least I'll have time. Yeah, Spider might, might, might not be out yet. Well, yeah, it's September. Yeah. Not that we know. We wouldn't know. <laughs> Maybe we're wrong. <laughs> but yeah, no, August August is a much better time for that, I feel like. Yeah, uh, they maybe even don't cited that the, 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 a lot Street of things Fighter are all coming out right now anyway. Yeah, maybe just get the <laughs> fuck out of the way and all that. What do you mean it's coming out along? Oh, God, Armored Course August? Oh, my God. <gasps> yeah, I, feel, I think the only oh month without some gigaton release is oh, man. July. My top yeah. tech is going to be so good this year. <laughs> and of course, we don't know what's, if there's anything in October or November yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but maybe Sony just doesn't have anything. They're just going to be like, no, I'm sorry. There's no Spider-Man this year. Yeah, there's no Spider-Man. Uh, Bob, can I cover your next news? Yeah, sure. On prior episodes, a big thing to mention. We broke... The cutting edge news to you. <laughs> we told you the word as it came to us, the hot secrets of the industry, where Jeff Grubb told us all, there will be a state of play. <laughs> now, we are excited to elaborate further, thanks to Jeff Grubb saying, it will be somewhere in an entire week that contains the day, May 27th. <laughs> Correct. That yeah, is, somewhere in that, that week. Is, okay, I guess he said the week of the May twenty fifth, but um, that's all the same week. So whatever. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Who cares? Uh. So now you know. Now you know. I hope it's true. I'd like there to be a state of play. I feel oh, yeah, like that's they've happening. been really hyper focused lately. Yeah. yeah we, we. Yeah, that's absolutely happening this time. Hopefully, we. It's like a full on not state of play, but the next year thing there when they do a. What they call it when they did the PS5 reveal? It's PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, PlayStation Showcase. Because that's what we need. There's literally nothing coming up other than Spider-Man we know about and Wolverine. But that's but that's like a year, maybe more out. Right. Almost definitely more. But people are leading me to, me to believe only a year, and I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. Find yourselves bleeding to death from self-inflicted injuries, and you're going to release Spider-Man Two and Wolverine the next year. Like <laughs> you're fucking insane. You have to pull even one punch, dude. No. Anyway. <laughs> um, 
Street Fighter 6 open beta is going to be May 19th to the 21st. It's on PS5, series, or Xbox Series, and PC. It'll be all the same stuff from the last closed beta. Cool. But now everybody can play it so they can test those servers. <laughs> I was hanging out in Dr. Rose chat and I'm like, yeah, I uh, just haven't played any of the open betas or anything because, you know, I'm playing the game at launch and he's like, well, why, why would that affect that? Just like, because I don't have time, man. Because <laughs> I know my time's fucked then. I can at least save now by not caring and playing it then. Yeah. Because by then I'll have everything sorted out. Of course. Oh, so much time. I mean, goodbye, Volcano High just got right out of the way. <laughs> Anyways, that's May 19th to the 21st. Yep. I'm excited. That game's a lot of fun. I don't know if I'll even play it again this time, but uh, it's cool that it's up there for everyone. They get to test these servers one more time. Make sure launch goes smoothly. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be great. It'd be nice if shit worked. Feels like it never does. I think it's getting, I think it's getting better overall. Yeah. All right, this is a weird one. Sure is. This is huge. Okay. Akatsuki Games and Koei Tecmo. Akatsuki. Are, Akatsuki. Yeah. They're uh, teaming up to co-develop a new title. It's going to launch the fiscal year ending March 31st, 2024 and is tentatively titled New Title X. <laughs> Sequel to Xenoblade Chronicles X. Um, it will be ne next-gen games that leverages the strengths of both companies. Akatsuki's games seems to only make mobile games. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be Dokkan Battle? Yes. Yes. In Romantic Saga Reuniverse. Isn't that the saga game Vox plays all the time? I think, but I'm not sure. I didn't, That's didn't the safest sentence it. anyone has ever said. Um, and they made two separate baseball-themed mobile games, <laughs> Tribe 9 and August, August Cinderella 9. Bob's notes yeah. for the news are having a stroke. <laughs> There's no way a baseball yeah, game's called Tribe August Nine. Cinderella 9. Tribe 9 was a thing by the Danganronpa guy. Oh, and the, and the artist. Yeah, it's I, like I a mix of know anime and, form, and game and stuff, right? Yeah, I don't know what form the gameplay takes. It looked like it was uh, turn-based battles when I was okay, looking at footage. Okay, that's most mobile games, so that makes sense. But ba baseball. Maybe it's a, a turn-based RPG. Maybe. I honestly think it's so strange that they... They are working with the mobile developer for this. I don't know. It's weird. We're in this weird place where mobile developers feel like they have the most experience in that genre in the industry at the moment. Oh, yeah, I guess. In a weird way. Yeah, we'll see what this does. It's curious. It's launching sooner than I would expect. <laughs> um, my next thing, Marvelous. Marvelous. Is doing a game showcase in late May. Somehow, here at May 11th, they don't have a date for this. They just said late May. <laughs> the Marvelous is a small game publisher. I don't feel like they need to, like, strategically place around other stuff. But maybe they are just trying to dodge to place the same day as, as Sony. I'm trying to remember. Did Marvelous, uh, did they publish No More Heroes 3? I think I so. I can't remember. No More Heroes is a little weird. Yeah, because they keep changing, but I think Marvelous did at least cover, oh, like, maybe the, the collection of 1 and 2 or something. Did I talk about last week how they changed what the PC version of No More Heroes was? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. 
people you know people were unhappy that the pc version wasn't good enough and then people were like edit the files and you can see further well they spun it out and i guess they're using the xbox version of no more heroes 3 on pc now um which is developed by a completely different company and some people are upset okay interesting i haven't done any investigation myself to see how bad the situation is or if it's good but people are mad (laughs) (laughs) that's all we know for sure so there we go uh people are saying yes they did uh they own the ip uh somebody thinks and also uh apparently they did damon x machina yeah and i think that they have they do sandra and kagura and that sort of stuff too we're coming up on when another damon x should come out yeah, been weirdly enough, it, years. it's been a while. I do wonder if they'll keep going. They're like, or do something else. We're going to release a mech game next year. So that way, Armored Core can red pill you fucks. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they don't do the idiotic of launching it next to Armored Core. There's and no just, fucking way. I'll cry. Right? Just exploding with the sun, basically. <laughs> and they're like, and it's Switch exclusive. Like, oh, I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. You chose wrong, though. Gun. Like Talbot in the thumbnail. <laughs> yes. Tiny gun hand. Then <laughs> uh, I got some bad news. Yeah. Uh, Pixel Opus, the creators of Concrete Genie, is shutting down June 2nd. For people who don't know, they've been working on a PS5 game for at least a few years now. And nothing came of it. And they're shut down now. Yeah. There was a bit there that there were rumors that they were making a new Sly game. Yeah. Which uh, Sucker Punch was like, no. No, they're not. Stop rashing them. <laughs> uh, it's... Sony needs more diversity in their portfolio. Yeah, I can't... I haven't played yeah, Concrete but... Scrugini, so I can't speak to the quality of it. Eh. But this is always sad. But yeah, they're not exactly limited by the capacity for that, right? It's not like their only trick is making Concrete Genie. So even if it wasn't great, you could believe that the next game... There is a Knack 2. And you would not believe Knack 2 is the sequel to Knack 1. (laughs) Right. Uh, So I always believe in the ability of a developer to get better. Unless... They're a giant AAA developer and their engine has problems and it has proved to have problems across numerous games and they still won't fucking change engines. <laughs> Definitely aren't a slew of Western AAA studios you could point a finger at with that one. Right. Um, yeah, that's really unfortunate. Um, I remember when they announced Pixel Opus as a studio was becoming first party in like like this whole thing was happening and i was like that's great we need some new blood at sony it feels like sony's really lacking new blood like sure they bought housemark mm-hmm. they've got fuck me i can't remember their names the studio making a live service game that has former call of duty people right they yeah. have the jade raymond studio but we still need something that isn't people who made big good thing before make thing for us and also housemark doesn't feel new because they've been Working with Sony for so long. Yeah. Even though they are now first party. It is unfortunate that Pixel Opus is shutting down. I hope everyone there is happier not being at that studio now. I hope they can move on to better things. Because you never know when a studio is secretly a fucking nightmare from the outside. 
That's true. We just don't know. Yeah, like no one, no one would ever assume that with the Ori in the Will of the Wisp studio until yeah, all that stuff came out. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's great. The connected online workplace. Uh, they're racist. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's fucking. I I I do wonder if this is as simple as like Sony. Sony primarily wants to fund these giant mega games, and uh oh, we couldn't fucking make one. I have to wonder if that's it. It is entirely possible that's it. It's it's possible that they had a good idea for a game, but then it would involve scaling up in a way that no one at the studio was interested in. You know, you lose a personality to a place when you have to scale up to 100 people, right? Like, just look at Giant Bomb, right? Mm-hmm. You scale up to an East Coast or a West Coast, and there are 20 people, 20 talents, whatever. Right. And you really lose the tone entirely. That's just how everything is. Um, like, for example, Gigaboots was really cool, and then they started doing podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, who knows, man? Apparently, that, that thing that got canceled was with fucking in a collaboration with Sony Pictures. Yeah, that's a rumor that was going around. So I don't know what that was going to be. The fuck did. <laughs> I, I feel like attaching anything to some pictures is a, like a noose. We're going to make an emoji movie game. And then the, what they don't tell you is, yeah, the reason the studio is closed out, the founder killed himself. <laughs> he was forced at gunpoint to make a fucking emoji movie game. <laughs> yeah, that's unfortunate, though. Yeah. Um, as I said, I hope they moved on to something they're happier with, um, even if it isn't in the game industry. <laughs> And uh, I really hope Sony can figure out some way to help support and fund more small studios, not exclusively in China or India, just worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even sure where this was. For some reason, I want to say in Canada, but I'm not. I'm not sure. I don't think it's in Canada. I'm. I don't trust myself in the least with this, but I'm like South America. But I don't trust myself in the least with this. <laughs> but I just want to go South America. Anyway. Wait, wait, wait. Pixelopus? Yeah. Yeah, I actually don't know. Oh, they're from like California. Okay. Okay. Wow, I actually had no idea. South America. <laughs> <laughs> um, in my last piece of news, they uh-huh. released a new trailer for Wizardry Variants Daphne. <laughs> Once again, Bob's news segment has a stroke. <laughs> This looked really cool. They used the first person perspective to do some neat stuff I wouldn't expect in a like dungeon crawler first person game. Uh, why is this only on mobile? That sucks. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. <laughs> I don't know why this is only on mobile. Because it's like you have your party members and they're all people next to you. Uh-huh. And you look around at them do attacks and stuff. And then you're first person doing attacks. It's like this is, is a cool evolution of that. <sighs> but... Only on mobile. Maybe it'll come to console eventually. Maybe some smart console owner who's handsome and has great (laughs) games will walk up to them and say, what if you put this on a system? (laughs) Maybe. Man. Yeah. Oh, man. This is crazy looking. Okay. I need to stop watching this trailer. I'm going to get angry. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Uh, We now go to Chris with news. Private Division, the publishers of The Outer Worlds, who uh, fucked up that fucking next-gen version of it, <laughs> yeah. um, 
are partnering with Game Freak to make an action-adventure game codenamed Project Bloom. There is, like, one piece of concept art and nothing else. Cool. I like it when Game Freak makes games that aren't Pokemon. It's always strange, and I'm very curious to see what they do. Did you did you play that Timbo the Badass Elephant thing they made? Yes. We have played every Game Freak spinoff game. I think Gigarecker was one of the cooler ones they've done. Yeah, that was cooler than Timbo. The, yeah. The badass elephant. Timbo was kind of lame. <laughs> Gigarecker was pretty fucking cool. I don't know. What the fuck is any of this? You guys sound like Europeans. <laughs> they do sound like fake European I'd games. I'd say they really peaked with Scrunt. <laughs> <laughs> the, the concept art implies a much higher scope game than uh those uh, previous ones though yeah because those other ones we're talking about are very small scale like downloadable things i'm seeing chap being like even harmonite and in my brain it's read in the same cadence as how hungry <laughs> uh maybe <laughs> i don't know it'd be cool if game freak got more experience making uh these big console tier games yeah it'd be really cool to just <laughs> it'd be really cool to see them Make a game on modern hardware. Yeah. They haven't done that in a bit. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, like fucking Demon Turf. Moving on. Moving uh, <laughs> on. Undernight Inbirth 2 was leaked by a Korean ratings board. We knew, we knew they were making it because they said it back in 2021. But it was leaked. But now we know for sure. They, they ruined it. It'll be soon, probably, because it was a ratings board. Yeah, they might even show up at Evo or something to, to advertise it. Yeah, that one, that one surprised me. Hey, Chris, jump to your last news first. Okay, uh, po Proto Droid Delta launches May 25th. That is a game that Bob has discussed in demos before <laughs> that was initially pitched as sort of like a, a successor to Mega Man Legends and ended up somewhere around Mega Man X7. Yeah, it does look very X7. It's weird. It's weird. Like when Bob was first playing that demo, and I may have said this in that big thing, I was so confused that that was supposed to be that game. Right. Because there's no world in which I would have ever connected that dot. Yeah, where it's just all about platforming and shooting and in doesn't three do dimensions as well. It's kinda, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm a fucking Mega Man fan, and I'll eat the slop just to know. But. After the Axel joke, no, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Then why'd you remind me of that? Now I'm thinking <laughs> like, about pumping the brakes myself. It's like, it's like literally what Axel joke. Oh, wait, no. D don't do it to Chris, too. No, no I need to know how bad this is. <laughs> I don't remember verbatim anymore because it was weeks ago. I just remember them making some joke about some people not liking Axel's design and them being cowards to, oh, or something to that effect. They lost. No, Bob, now it's just me eating slop, maybe. <laughs> Damn you. Why is it always me? And now I'm going to play Bomberman, or not Bomberman, Blaster Master Zero Three, and be like, Chris, you played it too, right? And he's like, no, and I'm never going <laughs> to. Oh, my God. I got tricked by Demon Turf, so uh, I have to be more strenuous now. <sighs> yeah, that's true. You paid money for Demon Turf. That sounded so mean. 
<laughs> right. That's, that wasn't intended to sound mean. It was that Bob and I got the code. Oh, right. We did. We yes. Did. We did. Which biased our highly positive reviews. <laughs> yeah, obviously. I didn't sit there and get sad the other day as I went, man, 90% of Demon Turf is so cool. And then the content is not at all getting what's cool about it in the least. Yeah, he keeps like the developer keeps releasing small ver extra versions of the game, but only does it on like Steam. I'm like, bring it somewhere else. I don't want, I'm okay with paying you, but. It turns out he's not releasing it on PlayStation because we were mean. I guess. <laughs> it's all our fault. If only. Oh, wait, no, it's on Steam and Switch. Yes. I'm like, come on. Do you have something for the last point, Dan? No, I just didn't want to end on Protodroid. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> that was literally uh, it. Uh, Ed Boon's being a dick again, so Mortal Kombat 12 might be revealed soon. We know it's going to be revealed this year because they said it in an investor's call earlier this year. Mm -hmm. But he's, he's doing that thing where he's a dick. They showed a clock, and it showed that it was on 9, and then 10, and then 11, and then it skipped the 12 and went to 1. In my head, that says we're getting a remake of one, and that's cool. Yeah, or just a reboot of the timeline again, because I hope after the last one, because every time it seems like Ed Boon loves writing himself in that corner of like, yeah, we need to start again, because uh, it's what I did. <laughs> He's like, I've seen how I have it goes after three games. I'm never making a game that's a four in a series again. <laughs> Can't blame him. <laughs> Dude, remaking one would be the most brilliant way to reboot the franchise. Yes. You just remake one, then maybe two, and then do whatever you want after that. See, that's the what funny they thing did is, last time. That's what they did. Yeah, see, that's the funny thing. Nine is the remake of one and two and even three a little combined, correct? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it's but, like, amazing. Didn't it have some insane time travel plot? It did, it but at the very beginning, so that way they're like, oh, God, we need to reset the timeline because I, Raiden, fuck everything up always. Yeah, that. No, I'm, I'm saying don't. Don't acknowledge it at all. Just right. remake one and act like, yeah, it's a remake of one. It's a throwback. I, and then just keep going. I feel See, yeah, like what they're going to do is it's going to be a re. It's some some. I think what they might do is some bizarre reboot that follows off the DLC of 12. <laughs> The DLC it, does give you a different not, ending than the full game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the ending with uh, spoilers from Mortal Kombat 11. Um, it, it, that's the thing where, like, the original Kung Lao meets God... Um, Liu Kang. Yeah. Oh, God Liu Kang, yeah. Like, God, Liu Kang is now riding. Right. the conceit. So going all the way to Mortal Kombat 1, but with Liu Kang riding could be really cool. Yes. Yeah. Like we get, it's like, I don't fuck up everything I touch. This is going to be way different. <laughs> Where Raiden fucked up with time travel, I knew Raiden will succeed. <laughs> I, I, it is fun. It is funny how in was again, spoilers from Mortal Kombat 11, where Raiden has the revelation of like, there's no timeline where I don't fuck up. Not a single one. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be great if it is just like, yeah, no, and then Liu Kang's super confident, actually. Yeah, he's like, super confident. And, and then he's training a, a Raiden that's like the Liu Kang of that universe. That'd be great. Like Richard Epcar Liu Kang. <laughs> See, I was thinking Raiden would just get black pilled or red pilled or something, and we'd go extreme. And he's like, I saw a timeline where I was the god. 
And he just snaps, it right? Happened. But see, this is the new universe that is doing it, but the Liu Kang is, yeah. No, we don't need any more of that. No, Wait. that's funny as shit. <laughs> That's funny. I also We've, wonder if they if they could do that that first Mortal Kombat that Kung Lao the original Kung Lao won, but that would involve like no returning characters. Yeah, I don't know if yeah. they're brave enough to do that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. They should do it. <laughs> I don't know. Whenever they're the like, let's the make day, a bunch of new characters. I feel like the Mortal Kombat team no, 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 strikes no, no, no. out fifty percent no, 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 of the time. No, 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 no. This time they'll be fine. Hear me out. Okay. They don't get to make any children. No combat kids because it's a time reset. Right, but so you'll have good. their ancestors. Right, the other yeah, way. Yeah, there'd be that. Well, I mean, some of them. I right? mean, like you would get a Sub Zero. Yeah, you get a Sub Zero and Scorpion, obviously. Probably, yeah. yeah. Okay, so that 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 Kung Lao, I think, was five hundred years before MK One, because because after him, they won ten times in a row, and it only happens every fifty years, so it was around five hundred years. Let's pull out the timeline chart. <laughs> yeah, let me pull out the timeline. I actually need to I, I need to know which era of dipshit white guy Johnny Cage's ancestor would be. Like what <laughs> like would he uh, it's it's too far back for him to be a cowboy. I need to know where we would be coming in. Like, Hello, like my name is Matthew Cage, and there's no reason for me to be trained in martial arts. How are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very, very excited. I love modern gaming. I don't understand people with cynicism for modern gaming. Because <laughs> Street Fighter Six is looking great. Tekken 8 is looking great. I'm excited for this Mortal Kombat Tears of the Kingdom looks great. Yeah, no, I'm... I'm... They could do anything, and I'm signed up for this Mortal Kombat. Because Mortal, Mortal Kombat 11. Yeah. And the DLC ending is so fucking based and good and awesome. That's where I'm like, you know, just, just fix your own monks, please. Yeah, just, just you know, I'm I'm really here for anything. Right. I really am. Um the only thing I was ever not here for, as it turns out, was Mortal Kombat X. That sucked. Um sorry to everyone yeah. who likes competitive, perfectly balanced fighting games with interesting No, fuck you, that game sucked. <laughs> yeah, it, at least if, if they bounced back real quick and seemed oh, to yeah. understand exactly what was wrong. Nine and eleven are incredible. <laughs> They're like some of the best shit the series has ever had. So I'm I'm all for it. Yeah, all for it. God, you you know we did that Mortal Kombat month sort of thing. Yeah, and it was unreal going from Mortal Kombat nine, you know, upscaled beautifully on this OLED, right? And then and then playing ten and seeing how it just literally looks worse, and we're like, what happened? <laughs> uh, uh, since we're talking about Mortal Kombat, I do have to bring this this little bit of news up. Mm -hmm. uh, there's talks that Carl Urban is in talks to be johnny cage wrong wrong <laughs> yeah not wrong. proper casting mm -hmm. no. that is not a good choice first of all carl urban is way too fucking old like they're not like the end of that movie didn't imply old man johnny cage and implied right. young in his prime johnny cage right yes yeah like no it's true if you're already gonna get somebody kind of old you might as well get the miz exactly uh -huh. correct answer <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, okay. He's right to say. Yeah, absolutely. That way the Miz could be back. <laughs> Why is that not a sound? I don't know. Why don't we have the the Miz is, is back? back. <laughs> I don't know. That should have been uh, what was that movie? The Warrior or something? I don't <laughs> that was the Marine Six close quarters. Thank you. You know how many big fucking times I've seen that commercial, Dan? <laughs> 
I think I did a good job of catching up during that one recording. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm super fucking jazzed. I, I fucking love modern video games. I, I just, I wish people were as excited about it as I am because I just played Pistol Whip on the PSVR 2. That was amazing. All these games run great except for Star Wars. I, yeah, after like Dead Island 2 and Redfall gave me depression a little bit, but <laughs> you know, we're back. Tears of the Kitten comes out in like an hour. Dude, I spent, if you recall, I spent a decent bit of the Dead Island 2 uh, stream just being like, Dude, isn't it awesome that the PS5 is so strong even this piece of crap runs great? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It's pretty fucking awesome, man. Anyway, I think that's going to do it for this episode of Big Thing. Uh, tomorrow, a crazed Mega Man fan paid us $400 to play Mega Man X4 instead of Majora's Mask, which was last week. He didn't realize he was going to have to leave town, so he... <laughs> Spite donated a Mega Man X4 stream to replace Majora's Mask, which he does not like that much, and then wasn't even there to watch it. So, I guess some dude just paid us a lot of money to play Mega Man X4, and that sounds pretty fucking awesome. We may have a mystery Mega Man game we go into afterwards that we don't like to play. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, however... After this, immediately, we're playing Dokapon Kingdom. Good lord. Brace yourselves. Uh... <laughs> it's literally just every turn. Okay, player three, put your hand in the blender. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, Maybe it'll be different this time. <laughs> no, we're gonna, we're gonna Let me just scrape the sticker off this game. What do you mean its original title is Gom Jabbar? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, man. Uh, and, of course, in our free time, we're going to be playing Tears of the Kingdom. Yes. I bought it for $50 using that voucher. Me too. They even put that on the eShop homepage. Be like, hey, what if you screwed retailers? And we're like, damn, Nintendo bold. <laughs> yeah. We yeah. would literally get, we would rather get less money from you as long as it was 100% profit. Mm-hmm. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking savage. <laughs> Uh, hey, Dr. Agro, what do you got going on in the next week? After the Tears of the Kingdom is coming out, you dumb bitch. <laughs> okay, hey, Chris, what do you have going on in the next week? Uh, there's a, you know, the Gob Jabbar in a moment uh, uh, here. Uh, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, and I'll, I'll find something to stream since we got through the Uncharted's and we're still working towards that goal of becoming the Tomb Raider for the final time. <laughs> Until they release the next one. <laughs> Uh, Wait, with, uh, considering Amazon is involved, maybe never. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Western game development plus Amazon funding equals question mark. Well, that's cool. We're going to head straight into Dokapon Kingdom, so stick around unless you're listening to this as a podcast. In case, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Thing Dimension, which is only possible thanks to your support over at patreon.com slash gbpodcast, where you can get access to over 70 commentary tracks for various movies, some good, some bad, and some in the middle. 
and also watch Isolation 119, an amazing film about a man who can find a stock footage clip for anything. That's patreon.com slash GB podcast.